garbage disposal here. Well, Patrick's not here. Somebody's got to. <laughs> I'm trying to find the ones that don't feel chunky. <laughs> <laughs> and I want them cold. I don't want them. I'm not going for six-month room temperature here. I mean, it's almost winter again. Might as well drink a winter lager. I'm William. And it's just us tonight, folks, because Patrick is out having an ingrown freckle removed. Um, I feel like we didn't get off to a great start there. <laughs> ingrown freckle. That's it's not that I it's not that I didn't like it. It was just one of those I was kind of basking in the enjoyment of oh, it. Just okay. one of those pleasant like that's that just makes me happy. that's somewhere deep inside. It's a glow. That was a moment, just like, yeah. Silent appreciation. Glad we could share that. Yeah. And welcome to Three Guys Bar, the only bar that John Taffer came up on during his stakeout stage. If it's your first time here, mosey on up to the bar, get your first drink for free, and then grab an empty seat next to the foosball table and sit back while we give our colorful, li- colorful lives. We're going to give our colorful lives that you may not agree on. Hell, agree. You know, it fell off the rails, so we're just, we're just going to go. Our wonderful lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, Patrick is the glue that holds us together. Shut it down! <laughs> yeah. Man. Man, I've got so many topics. Man, yeah. what, whatever. I've got a topic. Did you guys know that Colin Powell died? Did I know that? I think I knew that. You should have known that, because that happened months ago. Um, yeah. But I'm just I'm trying to just put some check marks on my list yeah. here. I'm pretty sure I did know that. I'm pretty sure you should have known that. Mm-hmm. You did at the time it happened, anyway. Yeah, that's, that, I mean, that's, that's the shitty nature of the news cycle now, is things come in and go out so fast. Mm-hmm. On purpose, usually. Yeah, well, you remember it was, uh, I think, back the first of this year, there was some climate uh, protester set himself on fire oh, in the yeah, nation's capital. Yeah, he got like two days coverage. Yeah, and then just gone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's a shitty thing. Actually, speaking, I'm sure probably somebody said something on Truth Social that that clouded that over. I man, I'm thinking about downloading that and getting on Truth Social and just coming up with the most bizarre shit I can and see what sticks. <laughs> Just like I'm like seriously, you'll, like, you'll be the fucking you'll you'll start Wing on. <laughs> yes, exactly. W. I have W level clearance. <laughs> I, I help train Q. Did you know that they have been implanting recorders in your pets when they get rabies shots? That's right. <laughs> Mittens is listening to everything you do. I don't know if I'm more impressed that you came up with that, or more surprised that they don't already circulate that on QAnon. That is why I'm actually thinking. That's the shit I want to. I just want to get in there and come up with some god awful. You know they're going to pay attention to me. Name like True Patriot D T O M. Don't tread on me. My my old profile picture is just the no step on snick flag, and, and yeah, just start saying just the bizarre no shit. Do you know apples make you gay? Not not the uh, products, the actual. I'm pretty fruit. sure Alex has already said that. But yeah, I just I want to do that just because I want to see how many people get behind it, so I can be sad for the next day. Oh, I remember. I've been looking at the topic. Colin Powell died. And next to that, it says, because I always put notes and then I have side notes because I, chances are I won't remember to talk about it for months. 
and we do these podcasts so regularly that we have other current events that we have to talk about. Uh, but anyway, next to that statement, I said, I said in parentheses, compare statements from past presidents in the picture you took. So now I'm going to have to go see when he died so that I can go in my pictures to see. Because now we're talking about QAnon. I know the reason I said that. Because I know that some president said something, and then some other former president said something, and it's got to be it's got to be good. So when did Colin Powell die? <coughs> Colin Powell. See, that's that's one thing I've always prided us on is how much research we do before the mics go hot. He died that a fucking was, year ago. That's, well, <laughs> wow, a little over actually, a year and a month. Okay, so now I don't feel as bad about it not being a fresh memory if it's uh, an entire calendar year ago. But no, as a just uh, well laid out research, so we don't discover this on air. Very prepared, very very prepared. Oh yeah. News news travels fast. The cycle never sleeps. The only thing we're missing now is just the little uh, Morse code that started. Why do I have a picture of Duke's mayonnaise in my library? Why would you not? Uh, you know, it's, you're not wrong here. That's just, uh, that's almost like the teen girl poster equivalent of just a fat southern man. You just have a Duke's Mayo <laughs> picture handy. I guess if you're ever having a stroke while you're ordering the sandwich, you just bring it up and point to it. Do you like anything on your burger, sir? <laughs> Here. Extra, please. My arm is numb. That can't be right. Because... <coughs> I'm not seeing anything. Did he really die October 18th, 2021? Uh, probably. That's what Wikipedia says. Well, that's that's probably legit then. October 18th, 2021. Well, I would have taken a screenshot. I guess I might have deleted the screenshot because every once in a while I get a wild hair and I go through my screenshots. But I don't have anything. So sorry to disappoint you guys on that topic. Add it to the list of disappointments. Uh, according to Britannica.com, died October 18th, 2021, aged 84 years old. So, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's legit. Or did he? I have W-level clearance. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to let you know right now he is still alive underneath the Washington Monument feeding on adrenochrome. I just did a quick Google, so this may not drive the point across. But this is a statement from President Obama on the passing of General Colin Powell. Years ago, when he was at, and it, like this is like eight paragraphs. Along the way, General Powell helped a generation of young people set their sights higher, blah, 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 blah. blah. On a personal level, I was deeply appreciative of someone like General Powell. Um, so that's, I mean, that's Obama, for example. Um, there's, anyway. a, there's a good Southern phrase right there. There's Obama, for example. <laughs> well... And then here's president, former president. We need to keep it that way in case you're wondering. And yes, we do lean a certain direction here. Um, <laughs> I miss having a president who was not afraid to be a meteorologist. <laughs> With a magic marker. <laughs> With a sharpie. Um, so here's the, the, the statement on Colin Powell um, when he passed away. He issued this on October 19th, 2021. A statement by Donald John... 
Not Jonathan, just John Trump, 45th president of the United States. Somehow I feel it's also J-O-N, the dumbest of all Johns. (laughs) Wonderful to see Colin Powell. This is literally from the office of the president. Wow. Wonderful to see Colin Powell, who made big mistakes in Iraq and famously so-called weapons of mass destruction, be treated in death so beautifully by the fake news media. Hope that happens to me someday. You and me both, you son of a... <laughs> he was a classic rhino, if even that, always being the first... So yeah, that's the statement from this guy. That's... Ah, yeah. My question is, is sure... You had moments like that. But when's the last time Joe Biden predicted the path of a hurricane? Answer me that one. I think Joe, who people say is senile, who is obviously not, folks, let's be honest here. I think Joe is smart enough to realize he shouldn't be qualified to do that because he didn't go to the weather schools. Yeah, well. Now, don't get me tw- don't get it twisted. Like, I- I'm not a Joe guy. I voted for Joe, and I'll just throw it out there because I didn't want to see old scummy Don back in office. But man, like fuck, it's just it's been so nice, even though he's fairly incompetent himself, to not have to fucking wake up and just hit refresh all day on the front page of some news website, whether it be twisted by one branch or or just it's been mm, you know mm, I'm all right, yeah. I'm all right. No, I'm. I'm voting Tuesday, by the way. I, I'm. I'm. I'm not a Biden guy. I'm just not. I, I. I held out hope, like I was just not gloom and doom, thinking you know, it was going to be terrible. But uh, I'm just. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a big fan. I don't. I don't like a whole lot of. Oh, I readily admit it was a lesser two evils. Yeah, I mean that's really just what it is. My thing is, I'm just so damn tired of that being the decision. Like, well, which yeah. one's going to suck less? And also. While I'm on the tangent, and I, I, we're, we are not a political podcast, we're not. But I just want—I sincerely apologize. It started this way, but uh, I'm going to throw it out there, and I hope this rings true on every branch of the aisle, left, right, in between, blue, red, yellow. Coming out of your mouth, I can guarantee you, it's not. But I'm—I'm I'm just so tired of the choices. Almost always being, or the people re-elected always being, people who are not going to live long enough to mm. truly see yeah. the results of what the legislations are they deal with. That is actually a good point, and I think that we should agree to that. There needs to be a fucking cutoff. Yeah. There's a limit of how young you can be. There needs to be one for how old you can be. And not just for president, but for fucking Senate, for fucking Congress in, as a whole, for fucking the Supreme Court. Mm. Well, I mean, and like I said, it's not I'm, not, I'm not going with a party here, I'm going across the board, whether I agree with you or disagree with you, and uh, th- there's two good examples right there, Joe Biden and also Donnie John, neither of them would I trust to own a firearm, but they're allowed to make decisions at the highest branch of our mm-hmm. government, and that, that, that's true for a lot of the uh, mm-hmm. Congress as well. Like, uh, some of you, I don't think, could renew your driver's license, but you can create and pass laws. Like if you can't drive me. to the local Walmart without help, if, if you're a grandparent that I think I should take my keys away from you, you shouldn't be running for office. Yeah, that's... And that, other well, than, you do have a good point, and I think, that, I think we should all agree to that, that that needs to be a yeah. thing. Other than that, I have no opinions. Yeah. But, yeah, that's... <laughs> if, if I'm worried about the, the integrity of your bone structures... 
probably time for you to stop making decisions. Are you on a calcium substance for osteoporosis? (laughs) Because if you are, we have a fucking political position for you. That's... That just bothers me, and like I said, it's uh, it's not a party thing. It's just period. It's a legislative thing. Like if you if you are going to make decisions for three generations to live out, but you're probably not going to be around to see the mm-hmm. the real instituting of the law. Stop making laws. Yeah. Uh, get get somebody who's going to have to actually live under the consequences. That's what really irritates me, and I re- I think that even though this is probably a very divisive statement. What really irritates me is that we have people making the laws for us, whether you're Republican, Democrat, conservative, uh, liberal, uh, fucking communist, socialist, whatever the fuck you are. I think we all need to sit down and agree that the people that are making the laws for us to follow should have to follow the fucking laws they're making for us to follow. They, they're making the law... Listen, 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 listen. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you out there, people. You, you person. You, you who are still here. 17 minutes, 32 seconds into this podcast. I don't think that's right. I don't think we started. I think we've recorded some dead time. But however long it is after I cut this down, I think I should have had more chicken for lunch. I think... <laughs> I agree. That's not as divisive <laughs> as you think it is. I'm a very pro-chicken candidate. You, you there. Listen, listen to me close. I think we all need to sit down and agree that the people making the laws for you and for me need to follow the laws for you and for me because they're not. They're above the laws, and the quicker that us people can recognize that. And by the way, we elect these people to work for us. Stop worshiping these people, regardless of if it's left or right. You worship these people like... Like, I mean, you worship these people, and they are supposed to be our employees. We elect them to office to do things for us. And, like, seriously, I don't care what side you are, you're treating some of these people like it could be a cult, and it's fucking weird, man. Just step back and think about just You got, uh, we got to move on. I got a, a, I'm about to fall off I got a stool. I'm, <laughs> I'm worked up. I got an interesting tidbit that happened uh, in the span since our We're not our, that part of the show yet. Our last episode to this one. Yeah. We turned five. Oh, we did, didn't we? Yes, we had our fifth birthday. I'll drink to that. All right. Like my son would. <laughs> All five-year-olds, take a drink right now. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's my stance on things. That is quite tasty. High wire brewing. No, you're gonna hate it. Oh yeah. It is uh, High Wire Brewing, who, by the way, if you haven't heard me praise them on the podcast, uh, they're amazing. But this is a sour smoothie blueberry peach milkshake. Tart wheat brewed with blueberries, peaches, vanilla, and lactose. And it's delicious! <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, probably some, should have started with that one because left it, okay, no. I think there's more in the fridge. Uh, now I was going to go more of like a sipper on oh, that Oh, I'll one. drink more. As soon as you said blueberry, I was like, oh, that's, yeah, I'll drink more. that's rocky. You, you found another one. There was a like blueberry it. and peach? Blueberry peach, yeah. Yeah, you said blueberry and I was kind of rocky and then it was peach. I was like, okay, this, that was my stop. Well, I'm a little muddled after having that thick-ass stout before, but it's, it, it's reminiscent <laughs> of... One of those old school fuzzy navels with a touch of a tart blueberry, and it's got some wheat beer aspects to it, so it's it's pretty goddamn tasty, you know, if you're into that kind of thing. I'm trying to remember, as it was a long time ago on an episode of the Beer Reviews, was it we're, we're all just one fuzzy navel away from being gay or something like that? <laughs> 
Oh, the archives. Yeah. That's somewhere. Um, <laughs> we uh, we went out to dinner here recently. We went out gun shopping. Not and, me and William. No. But, uh, myself I mean, and, we can go gun shopping. Yeah. You want to go gun shopping? Then, yeah, we will talk just heavy socialist left <laughs> communist side, but then we're going to talk about some guns, too. Yeah. But because uh, we are still from the southern area, and it's also amazing how you can like lean one way but not be entirely devoted to one. Punk fucking, car. Yeah, man, yeah. it's amazing. Like single issue voters, it's almost like that doesn't have to be a thing. Yeah, it's, mom, I'm looking at you. Yeah, get the fuck out. Yeah, I'm looking at you. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I love you, mom. Just, don't just vote on abortion. That's all I'm saying. <coughs> but uh, yeah, it's, literally abortion. That's all she votes. It's like for. you can have individual. My opinions. mom's not even fucking religious, and that's what she votes for: abortion. And I turned into a fucking See, you're, Jewish you're, guy. Yeah, you're veering again back into it because we're not a political podcast. We're not. We're not. But uh, twenty but, minutes in. Yeah, myself. Yeah, myself and my family. We went out to gun shopping. I'm recently. doing what we do to Patrick because Patrick's not here because of that freckle. So. Yeah, you see, I, I power through. I, I will continue right. telling yeah, the story. It's not even, it's not even a problem. But uh, barely an inconvenience. We're both trying to talk over like Patrick, but neither of us were you. So we're just getting louder yeah. and louder. I will concede so that I may drink my blueberry peach milkshake. We're all just one of those away from giving a blowjob in a bathroom. Um, so we went a blowjob is as good to give as it is to drink this. I might be in. I, I can't dispute it. No, so. I've never been on the other side. So, so you yeah. know, I'm very rarely on the other side of that. So It might be. I might yeah. Hence, I'm not crapping on people. That might be delicious. Yeah, that might be great. Uh, man, you know what? Speaking of that one, speaking of which, this is the ADD hour. Um, I'm not going to rename our podcast. That, that, yeah. that would be fucking perfect. <laughs> yeah, hey, welcome to the ADD, ADHD hour. All of those, actually. Yeah. That's the actual one. Mm. Just a lot of them. I'm all, I found a sub on You know how Patrick posts <laughs> some things on Facebook sometimes about his conditions? Mm-hmm. I found one that suits me. It's called ADHD Memes. And not only did it make me realize that that's probably legit what my problem is, but like I see things now. It's like, wow, that makes so much sense. In a funny way. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> speaking of which, with the three guys... Um, uh, the whole speaking of which about the whole blowjobs might be delicious. For everything that he's gotten controversial or praise, and he's got his own cult following now. Joe Rogan actually had a fantastic bit about that. I was trying not to pick up on that one, so I thought. Oh yeah, no, you were just waveforming out pretty okay. hard. But no, uh, Joe Rogan. I'll just do what I did on the last podcast and mute the whole third track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe Rogan had a fantastic bit uh, in one of his early specials. That talked about uh, if you're against gay marriage, you're either an idiot or you're secretly terrified that dicks are delicious. And now he's so fucking. Opposite. That's why I said, depending on what he's become now, it's just that reminded me of the, the yeah. whole uh, blueberry peach thing. It might be a blowjob. I can still remember that bit. And like, either you're stupid or you're secretly afraid dicks are delicious. <laughs> so my family and I, we went out gun shopping here recently, and after we got done uh, gun shopping, we all went out to dinner. And we stopped at a local place. I'm pretty. Patrick's not here, so I got to be the one sitting on my balls in a weird way. There you go. We stopped at a place I'm pretty fond of that usually has a, a hit or miss good beer selection. But we were sitting in like the main dining room, and the big windows in the front of the restaurant were there, and the outside seating are right there in front of the uh, windows to the outside. I'm trying to think of a place with a good beer selection. Uh, like I said, like I said, it's hit or miss. You go in there, and they either do have some really good beers, or you go in, and they got no good beers. And uh, it. Uh, Outside seating. Yeah, uh, they only do it during the warm months. They bring everything in. 
And it's it's just like three little round tables. They sit in front of. But it was up there. Yes, it uh, it rhymes with a schmo's seat place. Oh okay. Yeah. So anyways, we're sitting in the main main dining room. We're right there by the windows, and the outside that would not be where I'd want to go eat. But that's just me. Uh, we were there, and I was really hoping it would be one of those good beer days. I, I was there one time, and they had uh, Brown Note on. You tap. were there one time, and they had that, and they've never had anything remotely close again. But you still hold out that hope. I do, just like Joe Biden. Yeah, and just see, like, we got shots at him and, too. And just like Joe, once I think I'm there, and it's going to be a good beer selection, I fall off the bike. <laughs> Why can't we get past that? <laughs> Fuck, everybody falls off a biker once in a while. I know, but if that's what we can swing on somebody for, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah we're, we're the podcast of low-hanging fruit, let's yeah. be honest. So, actually, they actually had a really good uh, cream ale when I was there that time. And they had that pumpkin ale that was surprising. Well, I mean, good. technically, Bud Light's a cream ale. That... Fucking fight me on that, because that's uh, legit. Uh, what, rice cream? Yeah, well, adjunct. <laughs> so, uh... You know what? I'm going to fucking prove I'm right. You do that. I'm going to finish my story. So, uh, we were sitting there, and the, like I said, the outside seating, they, uh, some people had just finished up their food, and uh, the the staff had not come by to bus it yet, so there was a couple, you know, fries sitting on a plate, and uh, the local squirrels were taking advantage of their food being on the plate, and I, I understand that uh, Dylan and I, we live in a... Let's say rural location where yeah. we're at. Let's just say there, it's a it's it's a hoof between houses if you want to go see a neighbor. That's, we live pretty far out, but people, and this is not a giant metropolitan area. It's not a huge city. It's it's a good sized town by most people's standards. Town people were losing their shit that squirrels were eating French fries off the plate on the table. People were coming up and taking pictures. Of the squirrel. And, and this isn't even like a, like out in the country, run for your life, you have to survive squirrel. This is a fat ass, I live in town, so long as a cat doesn't get me, I'm this good This is squirrel. basically a tree climbing pigeon, is yes. what this was, yeah. But it's sitting there eating a french fry, and there's ladies coming up with their cell phones, like, oh, let's, let's take a picture of the squirrel. And I'm just sitting there looking at them. And again, like I said, I'm, I'm a bit of a country bunkin'. I live in the middle of nowhere. Squirrels are not that fascinating to me. And these are fat squirrels, which means that, you know, they're not survivor squirrels anyway. But now, I will nary shoot a critter in my yard, but I've thought about shooting some of the squirrels because they eat all my goddamn pecans. <laughs> no, man, they eat the corn out of my garden. It pisses me off. That's I got I get that liquid fence I spray down. It keeps the deer and some yeah. of the others out. Squirrels don't give a shit no, about no, it. No. Rabbits, they, will, they won't get near the garden. Deer will come up. You can tell they're smelling it, and they'll kind of pace around, but then they'll leave. Squirrels don't give a single fuck about that little <laughs> smell fence. But anyways, they're sitting there. Yeah, they're sitting there and they're eating the they're eating the little French fries and people are like, Oh, let's let's take a picture of the squirrel. That's so cute, it's amazing. This is like National Geographic. We're like explorers right now. This is wildlife. <laughs> and I'm sitting in there fucking uh oh uh, fucking uh shit. Shit, shit, shit. That guy Bear Girls? No. Survivor Man? No. Wesley? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, speaking of which, uh, I was sitting there watching these people just being... Amazing. David Attenborough. I didn't. I was about to type his name. Uh, and that, Anyway, he's fucking narrating the squirrels. Yeah. And the city... Yeah, that's right. David Attenborough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the city squirrels find sustenance left on a plate by David. <laughs> they will feast upon these french fries before returning to their pedestrian sidewalks and... City placed trees, well manicured by the city council. 
Anyways, they're sitting there. Ta- they're taking pictures of it, and they're just loving it. And the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, I actually know a guy that would eat these fucking things. <laughs> and you're taking pictures of it. I know a lot of people. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, that was my nod to Wesley on that one. He's like, they're taking a picture. How cute the squirrel. Fucking, I know people that would just plate the thing. It's already on it. <laughs> okay, so circling back to the uh, cream L style. Yeah. According to the BJCP, which is a nationally recognized, nationally recognized um, beer judge certification program, cream L, the aroma of a cream L. Faint malt notes. You tell me if any at, at any point during this definition of a cream ale, if it could not be, and it pains me to say this, it could not be considered Bud Light. Faint malt notes, a sweet corn-like aroma, and low levels of DMS. Okay, Bud Light arguably has lots of DMS. So, are we back on the Joe Rogan podcast now? <laughs> hop aroma, low to none. Any variety of hops may be used, but neither hops nor malt dominate. Faint esters may be present. Uh, no diacetyl. So, again, that knocks Bud Light out. So, maybe I've contradicted myself. Appearance. Pale straw to moderate gold color, although usually on the pale side. Low to medium head with medium to high carbonation. Head retention may be no better than fair due to adjunct use. Flavor. Low to medium low, to medium low hop bitterness. I would say even lower than that for Bud Light. Low to moderate maltiness and sweetness, varying, blah, blah, blah. Mouthfeel, light and crisp. Um, and then it goes into more shit. Mm-hmm. So I, I would argue that since I've I've really killed my own joke here, <laughs> that I would say Bud Light is kind of a light cream. But it could be argued that with the adjunct use that Bud Light could be a cream ale. So literally everything you just listed is more than what Bud Light offers. So Pretty no, much, I'm, I'm yeah. going to stick on the note. Yeah, no, I'm going to I'm going to let that go. I'm going to let that die. Like it made sense until I realized that cream ale had things, and then cream it, ale, yeah. then it fell apart very quickly. <laughs> yeah, the uh, stuff that they get before they dilute down to Bud Light that could be a cream ale. No, don't worry about that. That was almost no, a cream ale. That was almost a productive <laughs> cream. <laughs> Cough. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't throwing up. It's a productive burp. We should vive. Uh, we, we should. should uh, we should vive. We haven't vived in we forever. We haven't vived in forever. Uh, we should get Wesley back on the podcast. Um, I'll see if I can't rustle him out of the woods. I'll, I'll put some uh, Alpo in a bowl in a box and see, <laughs> see if I can't just shut him up in there. You want to hear a very disturbing story? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So my brother-in-law was in town recently, and. Um, I think, Most stories involving him yeah, are quite disturbing. Well, thankfully, uh, this is not a visual podcast because you wouldn't believe me if you could see me right now. I've actually been going to the gym a lot more this year than I have in forever. I don't forever. know. I can see you and still don't believe it. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm you sorry. could see me right yeah, now. That, you that was mean. Uh, it's, but, it's also false. I'm doing really good, folks. Yeah, for uh, my voice sounds... You get on least, Patreon and you'll be able to see that. My voice sounds at least five pounds lighter. <laughs> but, uh, so uh, I, I There's less butter involved in all <laughs> <Yeah>. your bees. <laughs> Oh, Patton Oswalt, yeah. amazing! Oh yeah, I don't want to let, her, let anybody. That's, that is somebody there. we should get on the podcast. He fucking should. Uh, he seems like he would. Like we could probably tweet him, and if he hasn't quit Twitter by now, and and we could probably get him on the podcast. Speaking of people that have been invited to be on the podcast, uh, you remember whenever we invited Steve McKenna, and he readily said yes. Mm-hmm. He's fucking disappeared. I cannot find him. So, just keep that in mind. Anybody that wants to be on the podcast, don't tell us until you're fucking ready. Because you'll end up in the Bermuda Triangle of fucking TV entertainers. Um, 
So I, I and meanwhile, fucking Zane Lamprey is completely sold out. Like it's not even fun to be on his Facebook anymore. I forgot he was a thing. He's a thing. Um, he's he is uh, well. He he's dating the sister-in-law of the person who used to produce his show. No, the sister. I'm sorry. He's he's either dating the person who used to produce the show or the sister of the person that used to produce the show, and they're twins. Um, and she is attractive. Don't get me wrong, but like. Ever since he married her, he married way up, and he's just like way whipped. So it, it's not he doesn't even do a lot of the fun Wasn't stuff. Wasn't that McKenna's wife's sister? I think the sister was. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. um, they got divorced. Um, Steve did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He, it's been a it's been a while. Oh. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like now he's. This pitches, is why I don't like to follow up on people I like to get yeah. sad. He he's basically for me what. Um, George Takei turned into. Mm. He just pitches products. Ah. And he tries to invent his own products. Don't get me wrong, Zane. I still love you, and I love everything you did with beer, but you've really fallen far from where you started. Mm. And and I have issues with that. Like, whenever somebody that I've come to like uh, basically expands mm. and, and, and betters themselves, yeah. I like them for what they used to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. I, li- I liked you on Three Sheets, and I liked you on Drinking Made Easy, and I liked you... When you were doing this, well, now he's making fucking hiking jackets. And the last thing I saw him post, he was promoting someone. At, like he was obviously he was calling out. He was drinking a beer, but it was it was made by somebody, and he was like promoting it for his channel. He was obviously paid to do it. And I mean, obviously, we have turned down so many endorsements for this podcast and our show that we don't have to deal with that. Like we just we turn that shit flat down <laughs> unless. You would like to, but so you're telling me that the guy who, uh, well, I don't think he, he he founded it, but I know he was very involved with the vineyard. But the guy who helped create and promote Moose Knuckle Wine is now pitching hiking jackets. Mm-hmm. That's wow. Yeah. Um. So he has, I don't. I don't think he he actually he did a Kickstarter for the hiking jackets, and he made enough to actually be able to make them. Wow. But they didn't do well because he hasn't mentioned them in a while. Uh, yeah, that's kind of the that's kind of the punk rock conundrum, though. And I go through that quite a bit. Yeah, it's uh, that, that's that's what I refer to it as is the punk rock conundrum. Because if, yeah, if you yeah, because if you say punk rock, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're punk rock, then you got to be poor and grungy and doing yeah. like all these terrible yeah, I shows. This is the Green Day conundrum. So that's that's just <laughs> it. Yeah, they were a great punk band. Yeah. Everybody loved them. They got very good at what they did, became successful, and now suddenly they fucking hate them because they're not punk rock anymore. Yeah. Because they're good and they made money doing it. That's, that's the punk rock conundrum. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I like you for what you do. Oh, you're getting successful. And now you get offers into making more money and get a good life. Okay, now you're not who I liked you for anymore. Yeah. You're, you can't be that guy no more. That's yeah. the punk rock conundrum. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. And Stay yeah. in a garage and make nothing, but mm-hmm. people will love you. Or actually do something with your life because you're good at something, and then you can't be the thing that you were good at to yeah. become successful. I feel really bad about it. I can't bring myself to change it, <laughs> but I feel really bad about it. There's one guy that I watch on YouTube, and I found him probably a couple years ago. Logan Paul. Until not him. Um, he did uh, auto mechanic stuff, mm-hmm. and I found him because at the time I was I had an old truck that I was going to put a different engine in, and I was just looking for ideas. And I found him, and there for a little bit I was really really into. Um, they call them junkyard rescues. You go to a salvage yard and you find a truck that's in fairly decent shape, and you make it run 
sitting there in the junkyard and you drive it off. You pay you pay whatever it costs and you fix it and you drive it off. And that just really, really intrigued me. And I think I talked about it a couple times on here. But anyway, he did stuff like that. But he was very obviously purposely goofy. But it was just really entertaining to me. Well, I think like a week ago or maybe two weeks ago, I was flipping through the channels and he has a show on Motor Trend TV now. Which is great. I'm glad you've made it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I knew he was making it anyway because he went, whenever I found him, he had like 500 subscribers. And the last time I looked, he had like 2 million. So, I mean, obviously he was coming up. But anyway, he has a show on Motor Trend now. And I was like, you know what? That's awesome for you and I'm happy for you, but go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm just a petty, bitter, old fucking man. There's that punk rock conundrum. Yeah. You've made it. And... <laughs> So now I can't like you anymore. But one of the things that irritated me the most is because I've noticed that a lot of his YouTube videos, he used to do a lot of the, let's go find this, let's rescue, let's drive it home. And I noticed he stopped doing a lot of that. And now most of the videos he uploads to YouTube are him going to like some fucking race or something or him like taking one of the cars that he rescued and taking it to some fucking, some track event or something like that or or just like a convention or something like that. It hasn't really been hands-on, let's fix this and make it work. I like the let's fix this and make it work. And now I've got to have fucking Motor Trend TV to watch let's fix this and make it work, whereas I like going to YouTube and watch let's fix this and make it fucking work. Sorry, Derek, but you sold out. (laughs) You punk rock motherfucker. If you want to be on the podcast, we should chat. (laughs) (laughs) So I like to go to the gym. When I get off work. And I get off work in the wee ass crack hours of the morning. Crack hours. Yes. Which, Don't ask what his actual job is. Which is generally, you know, whenever only crack users are awake. <laughs> but I enjoy that because I, I don't like being in the gym whenever it's packed. I'm just not that yeah. guy. I don't like broing out with people. I get that. So, That's why I don't go. like I said, my brother-in-law was in town and uh, I, I offered him one night. I said, hey, whenever I get off work, because... It was one of the rare nights I should I should be getting off work earlier than usual, uh, which means, you know, before the sun is almost about to come up. And I said, would you like to come down there with me? Because I've been, I've been trying to offer him there for a, quite a while, and he finally agreed. And it was so cool. You know, I'll, for the I'll, record, he's never asked me to go to the fucking gym with him. I have, but somebody has, like, jobs in the morning. <laughs> somebody doesn't want to go at 3 a.m. when they have to be at work at 6 for some weird-ass reason. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not that guy. <laughs> But uh, get up early before I actually have to scrape myself <laughs> yeah. up out of bed. Oh, that doesn't sound like me at all. And then exert yourself before you have to be yeah. and up. then fucking go shower before yeah. I. You know how early I have to be up <laughs> to do all this. So shit, I might as well not even sleep. <laughs> so uh, he meet, he meets. I'm actually off work in the same day I went to work, which is almost unheard of. <laughs> and it's not even midnight yet. So he come he comes and meets me at, uh, at my my job site. And we go down to the gym. Now, I'm used to being there. If A good night, I'm rolling in at about 2.30 in the morning. If there's anybody in there, there's usually two, maybe four people. And that's the whole that gym. That's cop is the only one I remember. Yeah. I haven't seen him lately. Like, I've not seen him in months. However, he may be uh, training to be a school resource officer. There's a chance. Uh, but here's the weird thing. There's now another cop from the same department who's in there. And it doing the same damn thing just completed that, he did. that training in Richmond, yeah, Kentucky. Really. Yeah. This is this is his protege in here, <laughs> burning gas in the parking lot. <clears throat> so we get there and it's early and there's like cars in the parking lot. I'm like, ooh, I don't like this. Yeah. So 
I make a couple jokes with him. I was like, I mean, I'm not used to having people in here when I'm in here. So, yeah, is the wait, is the one that you go to? Is it the one down from McDonald's? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that that's the bro out gym. But uh, again, I go there in the in the wee hours of the morning where I don't have to deal with that crap. Right down the road from McDonald's <laughs> for all those people that accidentally stumbled in there and decided to leave early. And even better, if you take the other road, you wind up at a Taco, a Taco Bell. Bell. So, <laughs> Taco Bell Burger King. Yeah. So that way, you had, that when I go to work out, there's also drunks getting what <laughs> sort of food just down the road from me. And uh, we go in. I make a couple jokes like, oh, yeah, I'm not used to a crowd being here, but I'm going to try to follow my routine as best I can because I'm a creature of habit. When I go in, I, I, I get changed. I have to start on the same treadmill every time. And then I'll go do whatever that day's workout is, and then I have to finish on the same elliptical machine every time. And if I don't get that treadmill or if I don't get that elliptical, uh, there's a glitch in the matrix. I just can't deal with it because that's what I've always done every time I go there. Mm -hmm. So we get out. I grab my gym bag. We're walking in, and there's uh, two uh, Hispanic. I don't know if that's important to the story. It's just information. So deal with it what you will. But there's two Hispanic gentlemen coming in behind us. Obviously, they're not just gentlemen. They're Hispanic. So this is a racist comment. <laughs> we are not a political podcast. <laughs> so we go in, and since he's a guest, uh, I have to pay his little guest fee, and he's got to sign in at the front counter, which we do. What well, do you pay? There's a drop box. Okay, so it's good faith? No, there's cameras everywhere. It's still good faith. It's good faith, but yes, if uh, somebody reviews it and it's in there, as like they've actually posted before is, we know you're letting guests in without paying the <laughs> fee. We will cancel your membership yeah. with no refund. So apparently somebody does pay attention to it. I wear so, a bandana while I work out. Fuck you. Yeah. You can't tell from my saggy man tits who I am. <laughs> I enjoy working in a ski mask. <laughs> Helps me burn extra calories. So we, we go in, and like I said, I, I pay his guest fee, and he signs the little waiver there on the counter who he's a guest under. And the two guys that came in right behind us, I'm guessing they're our members, because they go straight back to the changing rooms. Now, there's only one changing room. I don't know why I said rooms, because there's one changing room. There's a tanning room next to it that stays locked in the off hours, because they have to be during the business hours to tan. So they go to the back. I don't actually notice this, but we sign in. I go to the back, to the changing room to get changed. Well, the door is shut. I'm like, okay, one of the guys must be in there changing or something like that. So we kind of stand outside for a second, and we're just talking. And my face right now is that of a boxer because I'm puzzled. Like, you have my attention right now. So... We're standing there, and like he's he's talking about the gym. He's like, "This is actually a lot nicer than I thought it would be." Outside, it doesn't look like it's no, as it good looks as it really. Sketchy. Yeah, you get inside, and it's like it that's... looks like a place is like rolling homemade bread dough in there. Or something. <laughs> it does. <laughs> they just recently redid the parking lot, and all they did was pave over all the potholes. Still the same. Still bed. holes. They'll still bust your shocks, but now it looks much nicer. So we're standing there for probably five, six minutes. And it's not uncommon that when people get changed, they close the door behind them, even though you're supposed to leave it open so people know there's nobody in there. So I'm like, maybe somebody just shut the door. So I go up, and I give it a knock, and <clears throat> I hear two guys speaking in Spanish. And they're not talking to me. They're talking to each other, but they just suddenly start talking to each other. Like, it's not a, like a, hey, somebody's in here type thing. It's more of like, knock, knock, knock. 
Hey, I think somebody just knocked on the door. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. Oh, they're out there. They must want to come in here. Okay, cool. Just a conversation. So I'm like, okay, that must be where the two guys who came in behind us went. So I come back out from the little side hallway there where the, the dressing room is to give them their space. I don't want to just stand outside the door while two guys are in there getting yeah, changed together. Yeah, why would you want to do that? You know, I'm, I, whatever's happening in there is not my business. I just want to put on my gym stuff so I can get started. So my brother-in-law, I, my brother-in-law and I talk for about another five, six minutes. If you're counting, this is about 15 minutes elapsed now. And I told him, I was like, I'm pretty sure those guys are in there together. Which, okay, maybe they're brothers. Maybe they're just really good friends. I'm sure they're not getting butt naked and changing. They're just swapping into shorts or Folks, whatever. I'm coming to the same conclusions as you. But the only thing i got to say is, goddamn, 15 minutes? What are oh, they, fucking marathon men? There's a twist. Oh, boy. Oh, there's a twist oh, coming. Oh, I'm excited. So, <clears throat> I'm sitting there, and uh, I started jumping with it. I was like, okay, at this point, I'm starting to think this is a sex thing going mm. on in there. And... Another two or three minutes goes by. I'm like, man, we're you, almost at 20 minutes. We are, we're like just over 20 minutes. Wow. I'm like, man, would you just hurry up and get we'll a nut? Fucking go, next time you go, take me. Let me get some <laughs> fucking pointers. I was like, man, would you just get a nut and get out of here? I want to. I, I want to. I want to work out. And I was joking with him. I'm like, man, here in a second, I'm about to just go bang on the door like a cop and ask him if they'll just, you know, finish him off and let's go. <laughs> and like just literally about the time the words just finish him off and let's go come out of my mouth, the door opens. Out comes one of the guys who came in behind us, followed a few seconds by the other guy who came. They were in fact in there together. And I was like, oh, okay. I step out because it's a narrow hallway. I step out into the larger room to let him by. First guy comes by, he kind of gives me a little nod. Hey, how's, how's it going? I don't need to know anything. Just Don't talk to yeah, me because yeah, I don't yeah. want to smell your breath. Yeah, you do you. Second guy comes out, he turns the corner, sees me, stops, turns around, goes back to the doorway, says something into the room, turns around, walks by, gives me a little nod and walks out, and a third guy comes out of the room. Uh, that wasn't him, that Shalomon twist right there. A third guy comes out of the room who I have not seen before. And like walks by and nods. I'm like, okay, that was weird. I grab my gym bag. I hey, I don't think he's the guy you want to service. <laughs> yeah, I grab my gym bag. I turn the corner, go back to the dressing room. I turn the corner of the dressing room as a fourth guy comes out. Of oh the room. boy! And like we like almost run into each other as he's coming out of the room, and I, I kind of step to the side, and I'm now just looking at him. <laughs> And then I'm try as I may, I could not avoid. <laughs> yeah, I just I'm just looking at him, and then I look in the room like, how is this like a clown car? Is this a magic trick? Where the fuck did the other two guys come from? Two came in, four came out of the room. That and like I said, this is a good twenty twenty three minutes. We stood outside waiting. I don't. I would like. I I'm not homophobic. It's not like a, I'm grossed out by it. However, I'm mildly germaphobic, and now I don't want to yeah, sit or yeah. touch anything in this room. I don't room. care what you do, who you do it with, or where you do it, as long as you don't do it close to me. <laughs> but it was like, it was and like, that includes men and women, women and men, men and men. It's like, man, I'm about to. Women and women. I'm about to do like a, a young fit man and try to put my shoes on and tie them while standing. Because <laughs> I don't want to sit on a surface in here right now. Uh, I don't know what might be sticky. Yeah. 
So yeah, that that actually happened. Okay, I Don't need rem- to know what they were wearing when they came out. Were they dressed in street clothes like they went in, or were they dressed in gym clothes and didn't they continue to work out? No, the the first two that came in behind us were now wearing gym clothes. That's at least so, a, yeah. But I don't know what the first two were originally wearing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they changed or not. But they were wearing kind of gym esque attire. Mm-hmm. However, I don't the, the I didn't see the other two come in. They must have already been in there. And I guess maybe they were just waiting for the other two to join them so they could all go in together or something. Or maybe they brought their clothes. Like, hey, man, we can't start until my maybe buddy gets here. Maybe they just wanted to compare tennis shoes. There's a chance. But I was just like, that was an awkward feeling, finding a fourth after not expecting a third. Mm, yeah. And I mean, like I said, we, we came face to face because I thought for sure that room's empty after one extra. Salty-ass breath, that's all <laughs> was, I'm saying. But, yeah. <laughs> and, like, I come out and my brother-in-law's standing there. And I just kind of look at him. I just go. I was like, "Poor." <laughs> he goes, "Yeah, I saw." I said, "Okay, I'm convinced this was a sex thing." Definitely though. a sex thing. That was. I I interrupted somebody's good evening by just wanting to change into shorts and tennis shoes, so that way I could go and work out. So yeah, that is, that will forever be a mystery. That I will. I cannot stop the question, but I don't want an answer on is. Where in the hell did the other two come from? Why were they in there? But yet still, don't answer my question. I, I don't think I would want to <laughs> pry into that answer too deep. Because they did it for you. Yeah, that's, ooh, they uh, pried it deep. Yeah, probably. You get what I'm saying? You get where I'm going with that? I'm picking up what you're putting you down. You're picking up what I'm putting down? Indeed. Grabbing another high wire. I am. I'm about to put down a tiki time. Because I want to go be in a fucking gym changing room. That definitely sounds like the story I was just guys. telling. Yeah, that's... Okay. Sling tiki time all over my laptop. Yeah. Um, that still sounds like the story I just told. <laughs> what are you doing slinging some tiki time? ASMR. ASMR for your... Daily fix. I'm I am not proud of this, but I just recently discovered that ASMR is actually the term for how you react, yeah. not the yeah. the genre of the sound. Yeah. I always thought ASMR was just the the category of what it was. I didn't know it was a response. Yep. Yeah. So I learned that. I, I learned something recently on that one. I was like, yeah, okay. I didn't. I I was just assumed like ASMR was like. Uh, like saying uh, classical or folk or something with music, it's a genre. No, yeah, it's no. the R actually stands for response. So. I mean, I've, I've we've talked about ASMR here on the podcast before, and we've always joked that it's like a sexual thing. And I've always maintained I don't consider it a sexual thing, but I will say that I thoroughly enjoy when a woman is involved in the ASMR more than when it's a man. So. I'm not saying it's not some sort of like monkey brain, lizard brain, dinosaur brain like reaction to it. I'm just saying I prefer when it's a woman doing it than a man. I'm still utterly convinced it is as much of a sex thing as Maybe four guys changing in a gym locker room. I mean, if it's tickling that little spot deep down inside, then... Maybe I need to go to a gym. Also, I think it needs to be said that this changing room is slightly bigger than just a standard closet. (laughs) I mean, it's not like there's a bunch of... When you're in a situation like that, you don't need a lot of room. Yeah, I'm just saying, though, is like, 
even if they were standing in like all four corners facing away from each other, sounds like you a can, perfect arrangement to me. You can still turn around and practically high five each other. So <laughs> it's, there's not a lot of space in there. There's not seating in there for four people, unless you stack them like lawn chairs. Maybe they did. That's hey. Maybe and. Again, we're very open-minded here. We hey, voted for Joe Biden. So. Maybe, maybe the next weekend they added a fifth. I don't know. <laughs> just oh man, they'd have to be in the middle. They'd just kind of be rotating, like on a ball bearing or something. <laughs> oh, listen, listening to the circle of life while they're doing it. Hmm. Yep. Sorry, I need a break. So I put beer no, in my mouth. Oh. Here's a question. Not really because of that, but I guess we could tie it in. We'll just segue from how 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 were those fellers that were in that changing room? We're, we're going to segue this into that using that. I'm all about smooth segues. I like, I like, on this I show. like transitions. How <laughs> were those four people in that changing room with probably their cell phones in their back pockets, and they didn't break their fucking phones? I ask that because a topic I have on my list is how the fuck are all these people carrying their cell phones in their back pockets and not constantly fucking breaking them? I don't know. Doesn't this like tie back into a very early topic in like our first fifteen episodes where everybody was bending their phone by doing it? Well, that was that was the iPhone four. I think it was or five. It was the the five. Yeah, everybody was talking about those. Oh, your phone will bend. They they probably just reinforced them to be. Anti bend, which may, not makes them like. I mean, it could just be because food. I am so used to being so fat that I know if I put it in my back pocket, I'm gonna need a new phone. But like, I see people with it in their back pocket and they sit on it constantly. And if you're out there listening to this and you have a reason or you have an explanation for how you sit on your fucking phone and it doesn't break, please let me know. I don't even leave my phone in my front pocket when I sit down because I'm afraid my fat ass thigh is just gonna crack it right in half. <laughs> See, I, I I always do the front pocket. My big question is just who who carries it in their back pocket? Why? Okay, here. Honestly, usually it's fucking women and they have tight jeans on. That's how I notice it's in their pocket. I'm sorry, I'm a man. <laughs> which I also have a topic about that. Which I wanted to get Patrick's point of view because he seems to get really upset about things like this. But another topic that I have on there is when did it suddenly become so bad to be a man? Like, like, okay, we've talked about the AT&T lady before and how she, yeah. she started covering up because she felt sexualized. Why is it not Which, okay? by the way, I recently found that she was in a Key and Peele skit as a sexy vampire. Yeah, yeah. I, I recently learned that. But, like, why is it so bad? Like, it's not like I'm like, holy shit, you're hot. Like, I'm not being vulgar about it. I'm just in my own head, and I'm like, Damn. But, like, why is it so bad to be... It's like, people are trying to make it bad to be attracted to people now. And I don't like it. Uh, Be careful. You're going to start sounding like Andrew Tate here pretty soon. (laughs) I don't know who that is. Uh, You don't? I don't guess so. Really? You've missed that whole big controversy? Uh, uh, Without names, I might know. Oh, he's... He, uh, I, I use this loosely, a content creator and public figure. He is this hyper-masculine, machismo, cigar-smoking, fucking, you know, oh, it's, uh, toxic masculinity is just what we used to call being a man. Like, open-shovinist asshole who has been taken off of Twitter. They've taken him down off of YouTube. Uh, and it's it's the internet trying to erase a man for being a man. He's a, he's an, he's a cunt. 
just plain and simple play. Sounds he's, like it. He's an absolute yeah, cunt. Sounds like it. But um, like he even has like this motivational course where he can teach you how to be more of a man. Oh god. Oh yeah. And uh, like all modern men are just hyper feminized now, and it's pretty much the equivalent of having common decency and manners means that you're a beta. So. Uh, that's something else, and this isn't even a topic, but I'm so fucking tired. Everybody has to be classified as a fucking beta or an incel or a fucking something. Like, there, there's, it, it's just, I'm, I'm really fucking tired. I, I'm, I'm, I hate, I hate culture. I, <laughs> I hate the way things are now. And it's not because I want to fucking look at a woman and think she's attractive. It's, it's because there's a fucking group for everything. Okay, here's an example. Jerry Jones for Halloween. Yeah, Jerry Jones, Dallas Cowboys. Ha, 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 ha. Jerry Jones dressed up as a blind referee for Halloween. Okay, I get it. That's topical. It's topical. Yeah, I get it. And, I mean, being the Cowboys, we have lots of calls that are questionable that go against us. So, it's fucking funny for us. He, he, all he did, he had a fucking one of them poke sticks. That's probably not what they're called. But he had a poke stick, and he had fucking glasses. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. I'm not sure that's the technical term. <laughs> probably not. I can't tell you what it is, so poke stick he works. Had, he, had a, he, had a, he had a feeler rod. That sounds a little better. Yeah. Feeler rod, he's poke got, stick. Yeah, he's got the long dowsing rod, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> he had the water finder. Yeah, finding waters and walls. Um, <laughs> but anyway, he had that, he had glasses, he had a referee shirt on, and he was a blind referee. They fucking... National Institute for Blind Americans or something like that came out and demanded an apology because he was making blind people a joke. There is a fucking group for everything. I am such an asshole. Okay. I am such an asshole. Go ahead. My first thought was, well, somebody had to tell him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm a fucking asshole. Because I was like, you said the Blind Institute came in. I was like, how'd they know? Somebody had to have told them. I was in a drive-thru yesterday, and they had a sign-up that said... Can you prove he did? Can you? (laughs) Um, Uh, I was in a drive-thru yesterday, and there was a sign on the drive-thru speaker that said, if you need help reading this menu, we have Braille available in the window. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I can see. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, it, there, there's a fucking group for everybody to get hated on by everybody. And it's just too much. Yeah. Why can't shit just be funny? And I'm not talking about, like, the N-word and, like, making fun of certain groups of people. And, I mean, yeah, I guess blind people are certain groups of people. But he wasn't making fun of blind people. He was making fun of referees. If anything, the fucking National Institute of Referees should have come out and said, that's not fucking funny. Yeah. But blind referees has been a fucking trope since... Referees were yeah. referees. Like I remember comedy movies that have that in. Yeah, there. but uh, now you can't watch a comedy movie from the nineties. It used to be funny yeah. because now there's something offensive in it. Well, why I, can't shit just be funny? That I, I'm about to tie this into a topic that is a very real world thing. I just had to deal with last week. But um, so yeah, a guy whose entire business and livelihood is football, mm-hmm. who makes a joke in regards to a football stereotype. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was done, I'm assuming, completely surrounded by other people deeply involved in football. Yeah, it was at a party with football people. Then, yeah. To, uh, now, I, I can get that. I can get that if that was just like a random thing he did or if he dressed up like a random blind person and just walked himself into something. That's get it. But the context of that is, to me, completely understandable. Yeah, blind ref, mm-hmm. especially after the whole Dez situation. Yeah, I get yeah. that. 
Barry brings that up a lot. Yeah. Um, he also told uh, Robert Kraft to go fuck himself. So. Yeah, at the meeting. Yeah. Yeah, at the owner's meeting. But no, talking about... Because they were, they were all voting on the contract that Goodell <laughs> should get. And Jerry didn't like it. He was the only one that didn't like it. And he, he told he told Robert Kraft, I'll fuck you up! With his fucking weird eyes and shit. And for once in a while, they actually both looked in the same direction. And that <laughs> stare was that's so how intense. That's Kraft knew he was yeah. fucking not playing. Yeah, that's not a joke. <laughs> Um, Jerry's going to fuck you up or hire somebody at will. Man, that's too fat, Pat. <laughs> so, in, in regards to that whole, uh, that, that whole blind referee costume thing, I got myself in some deep social media hot water just in the last week. And it, it, this is, man. What, this good, is news get, to me. No, yeah, good, good topic because this, this is going to tie in so great. So... In our little local community, which for some oh. reason always wants to pretend like we're so much bigger and like more important than we truly are, we'll need them to keep doing that for a couple of years. Yeah, I, well, I mean, we're we're talking about like if you're taking a census, we're in like triples of digits. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. there we have literally sixty, seventy teeth per mile. <laughs> so. They uh, were involved. That's yeah. like it's us. <laughs> yeah. So there was a big outcry, and big outcry. I mean, this is like six people, but that's five percent of the entire town. Uh, there was a big, big butt hurt that went up because one of our local high schools allowed a student to come to school on on dress up day on Halloween on October thirty first on Monday the thirty first, the actual day of Halloween. Mm-hmm. They let students come to school. Dressed in Halloween costumes, so long as it was nothing grotesque, obscene, mm-hmm. or inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And then they posted pictures on their Facebook page for that school. One of the students came to school dressed like Jeffrey Dahmer. And apparently, the year before, this kid came to school in blackface. Mm-hmm. Now, the school, uh, now last year, I didn't even hear about it. I didn't even hear about last year till this year when people got butt hurt. Apparently, the school did make him wash it off because they said it was inappropriate, but he did come to school in blackface, didn't get suspended or sent home or anything. They said, hey, take it off. That's not cool. Well, this year, he came to school dressed as Jeffrey Dahmer, and they put a picture of him, and the dude had a good costume. He actually did kind of nail that look mm-hmm. uh, to the aviator glasses and everything. But uh, they, uh, these, the, these few folks online lost their shit because he was allowed to come to school dressed as Jeffrey Dahmer, and the school did not send him home for it. Mm. And they said that it was wildly inappropriate and racially insensitive mm. because the majority of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims were yeah. African American. Yeah, and homosexual. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, oh, no, no, they didn't mention the homosexual part. Well, of, course, just that, of course, this fucking place won't care about yeah. that. Well, I got myself in hot fucking water. Because whenever they were posting it, uh, and the, like they raised enough stink, the school took his picture down off the post. They edited it and removed him from, they had like 18 pictures. They took it down to 17. They removed him. Well, these people got screenshots so they could prove that it was up there in our little town. <laughs> and they were, like I said, there's a big stink raising about it. And I fucked up because I chimed in and I said, okay, I don't see what the issue is here. Mm-hmm. And I'll clarify that because is Halloween not supposed to be a celebration of the sacrilegious and 
a festival of the upsetting and offensive. Yeah. The one day you're allowed mm-hmm. to be offensive on something. Not something. anymore. No, not anymore. And, man, they jumped on me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, did you know uh, Jeffrey Dahmer killed black people for being black? I said, well, did you know he actually chose his victims because they were mostly LGBTQ, mm-hmm. and at that time, they were not valued in society, and police would generally not yeah. follow up on them. Yeah. Not to mention, his first victim was a Caucasian. Um, I don't I don't have the names right now, and I apologize for that, which is also weird. We know the murderers' names, but not the victims. Oh, yeah, that's but, a very big thing but, in American but, society. Yeah, well, uh, we know their first, middle, and last names. Yeah. Another one of his uh, victims was Hispanic. Another one of his victims were Laotian. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, yes, the majority were were black, but it was because of the fact that cops were not going to follow up on a missing gay guy because mm-hmm. they were like, oh, you know, it's a product of the times. So they were yeah. like, oh, you know, gay guys, they take off all the time. Yeah. That's what let him get away with it. And I tried to explain that, and they're like, oh, well, why don't you just say black lives don't matter? I was like, wow. And these really? are the same people in this area that hate the Black Lives Matter community. I was like, really? Look, I'm saying that a kid, not an adult, mm-hmm. not a public figure, a kid on Halloween wears, yes, poor taste, probably. I wouldn't even say it was. I've got so many opinions on this. Go well, ahead. Yeah, but I said poor taste, probably. Um, offensive, maybe. Mm-hmm. But isn't that what Halloween is? We celebrate gore and violence. We, yeah. I mean, you're, there's no issue if Freddy Krueger's in school. Mm-hmm. If it's Jason Voorhees, no problem. Michael Myers, how many of those fucking William yeah. Sh- uh, Shatner masks do you see walking around? Nobody bats an eye. And the response is, well, they're not real. Okay, what's more scary than an actual monster that walked amongst us? This is the one day a year where we parade it. You're allowed to be offensive and unsettling, and we mock it, and we take power over it. And more so than that, and this is the point that I made, it gives us a valve mm-hmm. to release that so we can let the monsters you're out to play. You're one step away from the fucking purge. Yeah. But, I mean, we, we let those monsters out to diminish, you know, diminish what they truly are. That way they don't bubble up in real life. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this wasn't a guy who just wore it to a random costume party. This isn't a public figure who was doing it. It's a kid on Halloween wearing a costume. Yeah. And, yeah, boy, that was where I fucked up. So, what made... This is... this is, Okay. What made it so bad for that? But whenever the Ted Bundy biopic came out, you had... There were lots... And we made the joke about this with my wife because her friends were just super into Bundy because they thought he was hot. Yeah. Like, what makes it okay to be into Ted Bundy but somebody can't dress as uh, somebody else that's in pop culture right now Mm. just because it's in pop culture? Why is it okay to glorify somebody but Dahmer can't... I mean, I'm not saying glorify Dahmer, but why why can't you dress up like him for Halloween? I'm sure there's plenty of people that dressed up like Bundy whenever his shit came out. Well, uh, one person asked me, he's like, well, would you let your son dress up as him? And my answer was, if he wanted to dress as Dahmer and it was his choice... Mm-hmm. And he yes. understood all the ramifications yeah. and that it's not okay to do... Don't glorify, but you're also not saying, hey, Freddy Krueger killed all these people and that's okay because you're going to dress... You're say, you, you know what Freddy Krueger did, fake or not, was wrong... Mm-hmm. You're you're not like embracing it. You're you're. It's just you. It's a killer. Yeah. 
That's what fucking... I hate that. But, you know, they said, well, would you let your son dress up as Dumber? And I said, well, if that's what he wanted to dress up as, and that was his choice, yes. Mm -hmm. Because Dahmer was a monster. Mm -hmm. Same as I would let him dress up as Bundy or Gacy. Yeah. Because these were real-life monsters. They walked amongst us. They lived and breathed. And to me, that's way damn scarier than, like, Freddy Krueger, who's, you know... Robert England's great, but I ain't scared of the guy coming in my dreams. Yeah. Somebody who's going to kill you, fuck you, and eat you, maybe not in that order. Yeah. That's way scarier. Maybe in that order. But, I mean, that's just it. He's a monster. He's yeah. dressing up as a monster on Halloween. Yeah. It's not like June for a toga party. He's like, you know, it'll be funny, Dahmer. Yeah. No. it's that's. I thought that was. That was the release of the whole idea of Halloween. The grotesque is on parade. The, the obscene and offensive. That's what it's for. And, I mean, they're... If you want to take it to the extreme, you could say, okay, well, Hitler did the same thing on a hugely larger level, and we it's not okay to dress up like Hitler. Well, that's, like, there you have to know, like, there's a cutting line, there's a, there's a line there that something's okay and something's not. And yes, Dahmer's awful, but Dahmer's pop culture right now. For all intents and purposes, Hitler's not. You shouldn't just drag Hitler up and be like, "Well, I'll just dress like Hitler for Halloween." That there, there has to be a line where you know what's okay and what's not. And yes, I'm sorry, but there is a difference in killing 14 people and killing millions of people. We shouldn't glorify. And again, that's not the right word, but I'm. Been well, see, well, here's my question, and this is this is a hill that I would be prepared to die on as well. Let's say it is Halloween. You're going to a costume party where everybody's expecting to wear costumes. What if you dressed up as Hitler from the uh, little Nicky movie where he's wearing a French maid outfit? I think that would be great. Because you're taking a real monster, you're demeaning him. So I I swear to you, I'm sure it would be like, oh, you're glorifying Hitler and making fun of the trans community. Yeah. No, this is the one night where obscene is there. You can't get offended on the one night devoted to of being offensive. I'm probably not the audience. And I'm prepared be. to die on that hill. Right, and I would agree with that. I, I'm, Like I said, I'm probably not of the audience that would be the type to argue against the Dahmer thing, or even the Bundy thing, or even the 2-2 Hitler thing. Mm. Because... And, you know, I may, we may get some people that stop listening to the podcast after I say this. I don't think in the right situation something like blackface is bad. If I wanted to dress up like LeVar Burton for Halloween, why can't I? Well, see, and I'm not saying that, that blackface... Like, I probably wouldn't use blackface. Obviously, I wouldn't use blackface because I'd get fucking chastised for it. But I don't think blackface, in all instances, should immediately be bad. Well, If I was making fun of the black community and I was wearing blackface, if I was being a trope from a movie from the 30s, and, and being uh, uh, wearing blackface for that, that would be bad. If I was if I was trying to make fun of that, yeah. But if I'm genuinely honoring the person, <coughs> I dressed up like Steve Jobs when he died. I dressed up like him for Halloween. I, I mean, am I? What's the difference in me dressing up like Steve Jobs to honor him and dressing up like Levar Burton? Just because I want an accurate costume, I'm not trying to be offensive. I don't think blackface should be offensive in every situation. There are times when it's obviously done to make fun of someone that's black, and that's awful. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we're, we're, I mean, we may legitimately, I may have to cut all that out. I don't know. But oh, that's all right. You know what I'm I, just, I, 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 just, I just feel like not everything 
that is taken offensive needs to be offensive all the time. Well, I tell you what, I'll make you the good guy. And this is my personal opinion, not entirely reflective. Reflect, and I also don't think the, we should bury history of, like yeah, that either. Yeah. But that's. Again, this is my personal opinion, not necessarily reflective of the guys or the guys' organization. But, <clears throat> I, honestly, this is just my opinion. I go a step further where I think... Even if it wasn't in an homage, even if it wasn't, you know, you try like um, there was a model a couple of years ago who dressed up like Little Wayne and really nailed it. Like she looked so much like him, it was crazy, and she got shit because she was wearing blackface. I think blackface in any context, if it's Halloween, and like I said, it's delegated to that day, is okay because we understand that the things we allow for that one holiday is unacceptable mm-hmm. outside of it. That's kind of how we reinforce the fact that, no, you can't do this and yeah. it be okay. You're doing it tonight because of the fact that yeah. it's not okay. And, and there's also a difference in, there's not a very good way to put this, but there's a difference in respectable blackface, which sounds like an oxymoronic yeah. statement, and, and disrespectful blackface. You can dress <laughs> up in blackface with like the stereotypical features and it be very disrespectful but you can also dress up to pay respect and homage to someone, Lil Wayne, Lamar Verton, Lamar Verton. I mean, think about uh, Jimmy, yeah, uh, Jimmy Kimmel when he did Carl um, Malone. Yeah, and now he's getting shit on for that. Whenever yeah. back, whenever it first came out, yeah, it was understood. It's in the context of only yeah. being comedy. It's a skit. You're supposed to laugh at it. That's why I said, like, even if you do like the. Uh, the, the 1930s and 40s, you do that blackface, but that is the theme of your costume. We know it's not okay. That's why it's a costume. Yeah. We we understand within the, the bounds of our society, you can't do that. That's what makes it your costume. We we look at that Something. as being the night where it's, it's not so much okay because it's not okay, but it reaffirms the fact that any other day of the year, this is not part of who we are. Yeah. And that's how we label it, and that's how we remember. Okay, look, if that's a Halloween costume, that's because you can't do that shit in June. Yeah. If they, you know, like say you like, you dress up like a transgender Hitler, or even better, what if you dressed up like Hitler, like the full SS Hitler, but then your girlfriend was a rabbi and led you around on a leash? <laughs> if that shit's like July Fourth, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. If that shit's Halloween night and you're just letting that off, and we're like, okay, we know. This is offensive, and this is unacceptable, and that is the parade of the macabre that is Halloween. To me, that's kind of what that night is for. Let that steam out. Let it go. That way it doesn't bubble up one night, and you're just like, damn Jews! Okay, no, whoa. Uh-uh, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. But, yeah, I, oh, I, got, in, I got in a lot of trouble just because I was like, it's a kid on Halloween, guys. It's a fucking costume. Yeah. Now, if he did it for career day, I'd have a lot of issues. <laughs> like, you got a doctor, a lawyer, and then uh, Jimmy wants to dress like Jeffrey Dahmer? Okay, we've got big problems. I okay, you got a people, ghost, yeah. you got Mike Myers, you got, uh, uh, I don't know, Angela Lansbury, and then you got Jeffrey Dahmer? Is it Halloween? Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah. And something going back to the 30s or whatever, you got to remember that this is black and white film, yeah. and. and a, a lot of times, a lot of the people, and, and we're chast- we're just lumping everybody into one group without thinking about it, but a lot of times, and I'm not defending anybody that did it, but 
you got to think back then they were accentuating features because of the poor quality of film footage. So I'm not making it okay, and I'm not trying to defend anybody, and I, I hate blackface, and it's not acceptable. But sometimes when you're trying to be respectful, we just we've got to stop being so serious, and like we just we take everything so seriously. Nothing can be funny anymore, and it could be because we're largely a comedic podcast and a comedic group in general, and we try to be entertaining. Maybe I'm biased for that, but we just. We just need to be funny again. We've got to stop worrying about upsetting everybody. See, that that to me, that is a summation of the whole idea of Halloween. Is That's just it. Is That's the one night to just not be so damn serious yeah. about it. And uh, I mean, I, there's 364 other days where you can absolutely say this is unacceptable, it's obscene, it's grotesque, it yeah. makes me uncomfortable. That's the one night where... In just a psychological way for the country to go, okay, breathe for a second. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, laugh at it. If you can't look at it, look away. Yeah. Because, I mean, somewhere else, there's probably, I mean, I, again, what if somebody dresses up like zombie and Angela Lansbury? Poor taste, yes. But for that one night, okay, yeah. that's like, we can move past things because we know you can't do this other times. Well, here, look, let's bring this completely full circle. And we were talking earlier about sexualizing women or whatever. Let's talk about on Halloween. A lot of the women that don't want to be sexualized on Halloween night are going to dress... Like, I watched a video earlier where there was a group of women and somebody said, Hey, what are your costumes? And one of them, one of them was dressed in, um, finger quotes, reverse cowgirl. She had on a cowgirl outfit and had a fucking reverse Uno sticker on her hat. And the other one was, I'm doggy. And she had on dog ears, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, they were very attractive. But what I'm saying is, on that night, they can do that. Mm-hmm. And it, it, they're going to be sexualized that night, obviously. But it doesn't mean you should look at them the same way every night. And I know you, you sound like that contradicts what I said earlier. But it doesn't because... I, I mean, why is it, I, when I look at someone and I say, "Hey, you're attractive," I'm not fucking ogling. I'm not making fucking wolf whistles. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just. It's it just. It just seems to me that it's so difficult to to do anything. Mm. To look at an attractive person, to dress in a certain costume, to say a certain thing, and there are limits. You you don't need to say like you don't need to go Kanye. <laughs> fucking yeah, hey, yeah. there's a difference in that. <coughs> So, but yeah, yeah. no, like I said, uh, it's, and, and I, I agree again because, like I said, is yeah, sure. Look, if if you want to put on the the sexy nurse or the sexy witch or the sexy psychiatrist outfit on it on Halloween, and sure, and like I said, it's a very sexualized thing. It's very visual. It's very primitive. Yeah, that's not for yeah Thanksgiving. That's not yeah. for another night. It's that one night, and it's like I said, I think. As a society, we literally need that release, yeah. so it doesn't bubble up in common decent society. And and you know what, man? I'm I'm I, hey, all body types. If I could pull off sexy doctor, I would do it. I, I went in mask and cloak for my Halloween. Sexy doctor, a thing? Oh yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah like the doctor McSteamy and all that. Oh yeah, you can do those. Mm. Yeah. It's like the shirt. I guess it's just not even my radar because it's never been something I can pull oh, off. Oh, they do not even make them in my size. I can pull size. off a Klingon. I can't pull yeah. off a goddamn sexy doctor. Yeah, they don't make them in my size, but yeah, they're out there. But I mean, that's just it. That's, that's I mean, then again, I could probably pull off sexy doctor because if I'm pretending I'm making that much money, <laughs> there's a lot of people out there going to find me sexy, whether I am or not. 
But I mean, that's just it. That that was that was how I got in hot water by just saying, guys, this is supposed to be the night we don't take it seriously. Oh, yeah. If you don't take it seriously that night, that's why you do take it seriously other times. Just I think we take too much too seriously, regardless. But I mean, even like even like I said uh, within what you were talking about, like the. The, the the looking as yeah I'm I mean I'm happily married I'm not gonna wolf whistle I'm definitely not gonna go up and like just mac on God I'm old mac, mac. on a girl yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go up and bother a lady but yeah I I have you know, a million years of primitive DNA in me that says hey if that is sexually arousing to you that's a potential mate you continue on the species I can't defeat that I can keep my damn mouth shut yeah but I can't really keep my eyes from darting. Well, and I don't think we should chastise attractiveness anyway. But, I mean, that's just it. I think that's the difference where you don't have to go full Andrew Tate of, like, man, if she's she's dressing like that or that pantsuit's too tight, you need to go up and let her know you want to grab her ass. Yeah. No, okay, oh, look, your eyes darted and you ain't got to be proud of it, but, I mean, that's it's your programming. Yeah. And, ladies, it goes for you as well. If you do see Dr. McSteamy walking by and he's got on the tight pants and all that with the outline of the massive hog on there. <laughs> Don't feel bad if your eyes dart to it. You are programmed that yeah. way. You ain't got to walk up and grab a hold of the meat, mm-hmm. but, I mean, you can't defeat your basic program. Yeah, I mean, I, and I think that should be repeated. We're, we're not saying that we support wolf whistles and just awfulness but I, I don't think there is a big difference between harassment and accepting yeah, exactly, nature. Yeah. And I'm not, don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying to push off certain thoughts and whatnot on nature, but... Oh, yeah, I don't dismiss behavior. Yeah. But... I mean, you have to... It's like... There's a lot... There's a group of people who say, well, you have a freedom of of speech. You do have a freedom of speech. You do not have a freedom of consequences. Mm -hmm. There is a difference. Yep. You know what? Let's see. I... Ah, man, my my ADD riddled brain. I was just thinking about something. It's ADHD. You're going to anger people if you do not do it correctly. That's all right. I'm already pissing people off left and right because of Halloween. So. We've lost a whole like, two <laughs> listeners of 50% yeah, of our listeners. Thanks, Rusty, for sticking with us. Um, but Noah's talking about the whole Andrew Tate thing and the, the whole behavior uh, being a different from, like I said, your, your basic programming, you're not going to defeat. You're a human being. You're going to have to accept that. But whenever it does come to those hyper... But, <laughs> when it does come to those hyper-masculine assholes and all that, here's one thing I find very funny, to get us back on the comedy part. The whole alpha male thing. Mm. Be an alpha, don't be a beta. Like, I love that comment so much. Whenever people are like, man, I'm not a beta, I'm an alpha. I can't help but enjoy it. And here's why. That person failed physics. <laughs> because an alpha particle can literally be stopped by a sheet of paper. Yeah. Betas are actually a stronger particle that penetrate deeper than an alpha. And every time my goes, man, I'm not a beta, I'm an alpha, I just giggle because I'm like, huh, paper. Yeah. That, that's that's the nerd thing, though. <laughs> yeah, I, that's why I said, you, you, yeah. you failed physics. Fuck you. I aced it. I happen to know your alpha particle, good job, you're the weakest one. <laughs> And it's even funnier because they usually talk about it in the sexualized contents about being an alpha, and literally an alpha has the lowest penetration, which makes it even fucking funnier to me. Like, I'm not going to be a beta. Oh, you don't want to go as deep? Cool. There you go, buddy. <laughs> Something that I wish would go away. Book nerd. There's like one person out there who just found that funny as shit. I thought it was great. Yeah. Something that I wish would go away is this king and queen shit. I hate that. I hate it so much. I, I hate it, but there's one I hate more. And listen here, King. 
The one that I hate worse. So much. <laughs> the one I hate worst is my brother in Christ. Well, yeah, but that's not a new thing. This this king and queen bullshit has been something that... That was a good fucking segue because that's on my list and I'm scrolling through to find it. Um, but no, the king and queen shit just popped up over the past couple of years. And I just really wish it'd go away. I just... I, I, I hate so much... Why are we calling... Why? Why are we, why are we doing the king and queen shit? And I just, I've stood here long enough. I have to pee. <laughs> it's going to be difficult to carry on without Patrick because oh, I was yeah. fucking freckle. But <clears throat> this is this is why we actually need our resident feminist back in here. And I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that freckle procedure went well, so we can get it's him back really on the next. It's really funny time. because Patrick is kind of the the other side <laughs> to all of our chauvinistic prick ass yeah. opinions. I. I'm he a, seems to struggle a lot more with some of the things that we talk about. Oh, well, I, I think, and this just may be me stroking my own ego with this, because, of course, we see everything through the filter of self, so it's very hard for me to get an accurate perception from somebody else's view. But I actually like to think I'm somewhere along the lines of, like, a hybrid along the ways of thinking, whereas I, I can kind of see that whole, like, Hyper masculine thing being incredibly toxic, but at the same time, I don't deny human nature. Uh, this, I would like to blame it's because I've just found something called sensibility. But then again, I mean, perspective is the most uh, manipulating thing in the world because everybody thinks their perspective is right, and so the way I think I, I the way I think I am is, of course, not the way other people perceive it. So if you're listening right now, just know that that is that's how I perceive myself, and that's what I'm going for is kind of level-headed and well-balanced between accepting who I am, but accepting how you can control and not be just a meat-headed idiot about it in civilized society. What he's trying to say is he doesn't want to stroke his alpha particle. <laughs> yeah, there you go, man. Did you just crop dust me? Because uh, I. Yeah. Got shit by the fucking door, man. Oh, I'm man. sorry. I thought I gave that plenty of time there. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's my mistake. That is. I sincerely apologize for that. that. That's burning my eyes. That's There's no way that went from all the way across to here. I did. Mm. You you should get that checked. That's. Look, we can't find a third bar. we gotta <laughs> we got to maintain this, this place. <coughs> that... Mm. That's way. Woof. I blame the chicken and dressing. <laughs> That's. Oh, man. That, mm. I always pour so much harder when I try to get the ASMR effect. It smells good. <clears throat> no, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. You know what? I don't want to be an alpha. I want to be a neutrino. Yeah? Yeah. They can penetrate anything. Mm-hmm. Do some fucking damage, too. I mean, yeah. Actually, no, because they're so hypercharged, you can't tell. They go through us all the time. There's one that, if it hits you, will just fuck you up. Mm, there, there's... Just, like, the, bore a fucking hole in you. There, there's a couple of those, but yeah. Neutrinos? 
that yet uh, I'm, I mean, God, I don't want to stop talk about how many years it's been since I took a physics class, but if I remember correctly, and nerds listening, please help me out. I'm pretty sure the neutrino is the hypercharged particle that literally flies through the planet. They go through our bodies yeah, all the time. They can fuck us up. Yeah, no, they they can. They can fuck us up. Like I said, if I remember correctly, they actually don't because of the fact that they just literally zip right through, like we're nothing to them. It's, I mean, it's like us walking through a strong breeze. We don't take away the breeze. We just go right through it. And we're like, oh, that's nice. But yeah, that's what I want to be. Fuck your alpha beta status. I want to be a neutrino. That's, that's the real pimp of the particle world. They it pimp. turns out whenever you've been drinking, it's hard to Google something like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dylan is Googling what can penetrate anything. And <laughs> some very weird sites popping up. Four Hispanic fellows in a changing room at a gym. <laughs> Man, those were some... Mm, stacked like lawn chairs. So, putting a button on this episode, we are. Well, folks, we just want to take a time right now to give a shout-out to our sponsor, Oscar Mayer Meat Seltzer. It is available in your various flavors. You have the original bologna flavor. You also have the ham and cheese. And you also have olive loaf. So if you're ever, what happened? Knees cracking, popping. <laughs> so if you're ever in the mood for your fanciest, most available meat seltzers, be sure to reach out to Oscar Meyer for those. Um, I have personally had the ham and cheese meat seltzer, and let me tell you, it is quite delicious. A little chunky, you got to get past some of the little grislier parts, but it's pretty good. Um, these are made with all natural ingredients. Ham and cheese is a hard seltzer made with, made with ham, added ingredients, and smoke flavor. Your original bologna is made with chicken, pork, and beef. And your olive loaf is made with chicken, pork, pimentos, and green olives. Make sure to keep refrigerated for the best quality. And check out Oscar Mayer for all your meat seltzer needs. Meat seltzer. I don't have a jingle. They didn't give me a jingle. <coughs> so, you know, let's let's continue the uh, controversial topics. Oh, good. Um, here recently, Vince McMahon came under a scandal. Ruh-roh. Um, apparently, Vince McMahon was caught uh, paying many, many women for... Uh, sexual relationships throughout his time at the World Wrestling Federation Entertainment and um, Titan he, Entertainment t- well, not anymore they stopped that a while back really yeah I'm um, I'm running behind man I'm yeah. an outdated model um, but anyway he got in trouble for that they did an investigation he stepped down for the record I've actually started watching it since he stepped down and old Triple H took over and it's pretty fucking good now like it you can I love Vince don't get me wrong but he it, his it he he wasn't good he just, he wasn't very good for quite a while. But uh, anyway, I ask that, I I didn't ask a thing. That's why I stuttered. I, didn't I was ask, waiting on the question. So. I did not ask a goddamn thing. <laughs> I asked that to answer with the thesis that I, I'm an alpha. <laughs> I presented my neutrino particle. Um, I brought up the Vince McMahon thing because I wanted to say... I think I'm a hypocrite because on one hand you have Vince McMahon 
But on the other hand, you have Donald Trump or others, many others who have had sexual encounters that were for or against, and you had. You, I just I, I, and one that did not yeah, have sexual relations. Bring up Bill Clinton. But here's the thing. This is why I think I'm a hypocrite. Vince McMahon did things completely consensual, and granted, he he paid them to keep it quiet. But he didn't do anything weird with it. He 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 paid people, but it was all consensual. He did this of his own accord. They were both agreeing, consenting adults. The only problem is that he paid them with WWE funds. Like, I don't see a problem with the whole situation at all. Now, I, I will say that he did need to step down because he wasn't good at his job. But I don't think he did anything wrong other than the payment situation. Now, like I was just talking about Titan Entertainment, I'm running on outdated information, but wasn't she also an employee? When I originally wrote this topic down, I was much more involved in the situation, and it's been months, literally months. And but, I don't remember a lot of the talking points that I was going to. But say. yeah, I think I think she worked for the company. Okay, he he she he maybe you know she did work. We're for not here, yeah, Whatever. Uh, maybe they met in the fucking changing. They had room. a changing room there. Yeah, um, it's tiny. It, she did work for the company. Here's the thing: like she made a handsome salary. They there was no arrangement of relationship, and there was no agreement to get a promotion. They had a relationship. She ended up getting promoted. She got a job, but it wasn't based on the the, the sexual thing at all. Um, she was a fucking secretary. She made the same amount everybody else did. She got promoted to a different position. And again, this was months ago, and I forget a lot of the fucking details. Uh, like, see, for me, that that's where the. I mean, granted, I'm not pro infidelity, but my my big issue comes in at the fact that she did work for the company. If it had been just so, you can't have. Let's say you know. The thing, a lot of the problem that you probably are not aware of is Vince's wife. They haven't been together in forever. They're only together for taxes and and fucking legal reasons. They haven't actually been together in forever. And actually, it's rumored that Linda has a, a, a man on the side somewhere else, too. And, and that's rightfully she should. Equal times, equal things. There you go. Um, but anyway, so to continue on your thing, you don't think that any person in a higher position should be with any other person at the company? No. That's that's where I stand, yeah. That makes things very hard for anybody that's at what any she company. Said. So, but no, no, exactly. That's my thing. Is like If she had been... I, I don't know, just uh, like a, a DA for you know the state or something like that, or if she worked somewhere else, I probably would have had more truck with it, because I don't think, regardless how how much somebody says, oh well, it's consensual, the job had nothing, you know, it was not affected by personal relations. I don't think you truly can separate that. And again, like I said, I'm not huge on infidelity, but if she would have just been a mistress from somewhere else, I probably would have had more truck with it. It's because of the fact that. Uh, I mean, Vince. Vince was the figurehead. He was the godhead of the company, and everybody knows that. Nothing happened in that company without Vince. Here's a good question. Okay. Do you think the woman that he had the affair with? Do you think that she slept with him, thinking it would help her, or do you think Vince slept with her? 
in a weird sort of bribery way to get her a better position. Do you think she thought she'd get ahead? Like, what's worse? Well, obviously, what's worse is, is Vince sleeping with her to get to bribe her into something better. And look, I'm pickled. My brain right now. Well, my thing is, is I, but like, I, it, I think it's I think it's just as bad for a woman to abuse her privileges to try to sleep on top of the company to the top of the company as it would be for the other way. Like what? I mean, nobody ever has any sympathy for Vince, and I don't have any sympathy for Vince. He did what he did, and it's terrible. But like, we should look at it from the other side too. What if she only did it to improve herself? Well, I mean, like I said, I'm not going to speculate on what it was, and perhaps maybe they truly thought that you know it is independent of the company. Well, say the table. Well, I mean, independent, yes, yeah. but but I mean, let's, I'm sure. Let's, let's, let's be honest. A fucking thirty-year-old woman's not going to want to fuck fucking Vince McMahon. Not unless she thinks something's going to happen. Yeah. But, I mean, I, let, let's turn the tables around. Let's say that it was Linda who got caught uh, banging one of the office temps or something like that, and he wound up getting a position in promotion or something like I would have the same issue because he worked in the company under her. That's where my issue comes in. They probably didn't do it at the company. Uh, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I drink too yeah. much tonight. I mean, that... I, I, may, I, mean, I may be wrong on this one, but that's my thing. Is that's where my my really big issue with the situation comes in at the fact that the affair took place in house as far as the job went. Now, like I said, if it was somebody who like you know she was, she owned her own business or something like that was not affiliated with the company, yeah, it still wouldn't be great. But at least then it wouldn't seem kind of so seedy. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. I do not agree, though, because I know how difficult it can be when you are so immersed in a... I mean, it's, it's hard when you are at a job to meet someone else that's not at your job. Now, granted, Vince McMahon is a little bit of a fucking leap. Yeah. Like, usually, that happens. You're going from fucking secretary to HR manager. You're not going to fucking CEO. Yeah. But... I'm just saying that it can be very difficult to not be involved with someone at the place that you work. So I cannot say that I agree with that. Yeah, see, to me, it's just as easy to sleep with somebody who doesn't work for you than it is to work for somebody that you're, you know, you see in the mailroom. But how do you find somebody else if if you all you do is go to the fucking store and the coffee shop and fucking work? See that I can't answer that because I'm just trying to beg my wife. So, but yeah, I mean that's my chance. But I mean, and I, I'm, I just I don't I don't I don't, I don't think I, I get what you're saying, and I I agree with it. Too I think mine is just like it's a it's a boost. It, it somehow makes it worse because she was one it of does. the boys. It it does make it. It does make it worse. I will concede that. Like I'm not but saying that is good. It's hard to me, and I mean, I think everybody can look at a fucking relationship between a 30 year old woman and a fucking 70 year old man and say that this is not a normal relationship and something else was going on. But let's say it's two 40 year old people. One just happens to be six leagues above the other in job status. I. I I don't think it always needs to be that. I think it's okay to date people from your workplace. Even though some things can be very highly questioned. Yeah, see that—that's—that's where you and I are going to split paths on this one, which is why the uh, the guys employ only males here at our studios. <laughs> yeah, to keep us from banging each other. Some of us, yeah, mostly, for the most part. But no, I mean that's, Patrick's out with a freckle. Yeah, 
But, I mean, that that to me is, like I said, it's, it's not a great situation. I think the fact that she was an employee does amplify. It makes it worse because yeah. of it. Like I said, I would have more truck with it. I wouldn't dismiss it, but I'd have more truck with it if, like I said, I don't know, uh, say he wound up hooking up with, like, an actress or something like that who does not need him, who makes her own money. And, I, uh, and like I said, because I'm an equal opportunity asshole, I'm the same way around. If Linda had been banging some personal trainer or something like that okay that's one thing if she was banging uh, the janitor who worked at wwe that's worse somehow to me and that's just that's that's my opinion on it like i said it, that makes it worse somehow yeah and, and that's what about, about if linda was banging the guy in catering that made the sandwiches mm. she still employs him though yeah yeah, that's yeah that that does kind of make. But it what worse. if you made really good sandwiches? Well, I mean, I'm a banging too. I mean, those sandwiches, if they're that good, mm-hmm. I'm gonna play. Um, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. I'm gonna say the BLT is this. This is a fucking segue for a topic. The BLT is the best sandwich made. Period. Of all sandwiches, mm-hmm. the BLT is the best sandwich. I'm going to dispute that because of the B and the T. I know you're not a big B fan, and I'm not one of these people that likes <laughs> B on every fucking thing. Like I, my father-in-law, we should really speak this out, bacon, because I, I am a, I'm the B fan of the group. So no, I'm the two the, E's. Well, I'm not. I'm not. You're not a B. You don't like the B. You're the anti-B. The two E's. B E E. What what the fuck's an E E? That would be a small insect, generally called uh, Apis mellifera. Oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, I did it! I did! Uh, fuck. Uh, oh, that's fuck. that's nerd check uh, right there. Nerd uh, check. Uh, <laughs> I'll allow it, but goddamn it! Anyway, nerd uh, turn to A three check. My, my okay. father-in-law yeah. was talking about um, bacon wrapped some fucking monstrosity the other day, and it, it he was appalled when I said, "I'm just not a big bacon wrapped motherfucker." Hmm. Not for bacon, but I, I just I don't like bacon. Like I, I like bacon, but I'm not this. Oh my god, put bacon on everything. I don't like bacon on my pizza. I don't like bacon on a hamburger. I don't like I like bacon when it's fucking bacon. I don't like like the, here's the problem I have with bacon. Other things. Let's say one of the things I saw was a fucking bacon wrapped jalapeno popper. I don't like that because yeah. a lot of times you're not going to get the bacon crispy, and if you do get the bacon crispy, the shit inside is going to be greasy and overcooked. Mm-hmm. I don't like. Uh, I think it's something else I saw was like a bacon wrapped steak or some shit like that. Again, the bacon's not going to be crispy, and the fucking steak inside is going to be too cooked. Yeah, I, I like bacon when it's bacon. Bacon is a main course. And that's all it needs to be. It doesn't need to be bacon everything. Here's the weird thing. Let me really derail you on this. A bacon on a cheeseburger is about the only way I'll eat bacon. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. Like, I, like if, you, if you have, like, the best bacon you've ever had and put it on a plate, I'm not going to eat it. If you put just a little bit on a cheeseburger, I'll be okay with it. Nah. But, no, I just, I'm, I'm not a bacon guy. I just never have been. I, I like bacon, like I said, BLT. I like bacon for breakfast. Other than breakfast, I don't really want it. I don't like I, here. I don't like bacon on pizza because I only like crispy bacon. And if you put it on a pizza, it's harder to chew than the other shit on the pizza. <laughs> I don't like bacon on pizza. Um, I don't like bacon on my fucking loaded cheese fries. 
because you've either overcooked your cheese and your fries or the bacon is floppy. Nobody likes floppy Nobody bacon. Nobody likes floppy bacon. Actually, too many people like <laughs> floppy bacon. And I will fight you on that hill because floppy bacon is the devil. That Man, I'm not going to do his bit because I can't do it justice. But Kyle Kinane has a great story about... Him, him, and one of his friends trying to like outdo each other on how they, how much they like bacon, and they like it not crispy. So oh that, my god! Everything uh, about this is uh, bad. Uh, uh, please, if you're listening to this one, go look up the Kyle Canade bacon story. But the gist of it is, is like they grossly undercooked bacon to try to out bacon each other. Like they literally put it on the griddle, flip it, no, and then they ate it. Then I'm nauseous. Then proceeded to shit their brains out trying to ride the subway <laughs> in Chicago. It just Cook your bacon, folks. Yeah, I, I don't like floppy bacon. But I say... That my, the, man, my son is one of those bacon guys. No. Oh, it, Fix that. I've tried. You, you could probably put bacon on a dog turd and he's going to question it. <laughs> like, I, man, I swear anything, you put bacon on there, that boy's going to eat it. And like he almost gets a sick pleasure out of just like eat like at breakfast. He'll just bite into bacon, and you hear that snap, and he just looks at me because he knows it grosses me out. It's got to be crispy. I always. Oh, he's a crispy bacon I always, guy. Uh, crispy, yes. Floppy, no. He's a crispy bacon guy. He's a soft bacon guy. I, I like I said, bacon on pizza, bacon on mac and cheese, bacon on fries, and he's going to go ape shit. And. Like I said, me, I can do a little bit of bacon on a cheeseburger, and that is the limit. Mm-hmm. You, like I said, you and I, perfectly accentuated BLT is the best way to have bacon. If it weren't for the bacon and the tomato, that'd be a good sandwich. <laughs> Just the last <laughs> mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Um, you and I, we've got to get bacon's PR person. That's what we need to do. Let's do it. Because bacon has fucking fantastic PR. Everybody was... Everybody, yeah. What was it, about five years ago? Everybody was ape shit for bacon on mm-hmm. just everything. Bacon flavored, bacon on... Oh, is it, there was bacon on ice cream a few years ago. Why? It's... it's. Have you ever seen bacon cooked? It's fucking <laughs> disgusting. It's not disgusting. It is the grossest it's, it's, thing. It's oh. painful, but oh. it's not disgusting. Hey, man, you take one strip of bacon that weighs like one-sixteenth of a pound, a one-ounce little strip of bacon, put it in there, you get three pounds of grease out of that thing. It's disgusting. Well, yeah, but all the grease cooks out. It's still, it's just oozing out of it, man. It's fucking gross. All the grease cooks out. That's like saying all the alcohol cooks out. It ain't true. It is. No. It, it fucking damn near is. Damn near ain't is. It fucking damn near is. Damn near ain't is. I'm, I will fight on this hill. <laughs> when you cook with alcohol, your child can eat it because it's fine. Primarily cooks out, but it, it doesn't all cook out. Like, that, no, that's bacon. No. It, it, bacon has more grease than the alcohol in the food that you're cooking when you have the alcohols. Hence was my point. All that grease does not cook out. I will, let, I will concede that. We'll fight on the hill. No, it's fine because your arms going to start hurting. There is more fucking grease in the bacon. Look, I have, I have changed tracks. <laughs> there is more grease in the bacon that is left in the bacon after the bacon cooks than is in the food and the alcohol after you cook the alcohol out of the fucking food. The alcohol is fucking all gone. It evaporates at like 120 degrees. That shit's all gone. It's not all gone. However, my point was the grease... That's test like saying that there's fucking alcohol in NA beer. It's 0.05. Yeah. 
I'm going to say it's not all gone. However, that does make my point about the grease and the bacon, so thank you. I don't Because you just admitted there's more grease than bacon. Because I like alcohol more than bacon. <laughs> bacon flavored alcohol. I will take alcohol to court. Fuck bacon. But, uh, yeah, so, like I said, that, that is my point. That The grease left in there, is, it's fucking gross. Look, here, here's the good thing. If you're a motherfucker that eats mayonnaise with a spoon... How can you be mad at bacon for the grease that's in the bacon? Because I can. Because that's my that's, <laughs> that's my first amendment right. <laughs> freedom of speech, but not the freedom of consequence. Put a button on that one. Yep, that's my first amendment right, right there. Uh, and we've come back around. But no, that's that's what I said. Is uh, I, let me put a silver lining on it. As much as I don't like bacon, that means I'm leaving all of my shares to the rest of the world. I don't like bacon that much. Everybody listening, you get to have my shit. I don't, I don't want to get it twisted. I don't like bacon that much. I just like a good BLT. It's what, the whole point of the fucking conversation, people, is that what I was going to say, and I've even got it in parentheses here, is that it's easy to make a BLT, but it's difficult to make a very good BLT. That's all I was going to say. It's really hard when you don't like bacon and tomato. Yeah, you're right. What would your last meal be? Mmm... Did we do this one? Probably. I'm almost positive we did. I'm sure we did. Um, I would need to sit down and think about it. Oh, but, shit. But uh, I... Do I need I, to uncheck this topic? You might want to uncheck it and we'll oh, come okay. back to it, but I can tell you definitely in a broad stroke, it would be something disgustingly unhealthy. Cause Bacon? Like, I mean, might as well, because I'm <laughs> afraid of my consequences. It's the last one, right? Uh, I mean, like, I'd be... Dude, I'd be eating just, like, weird shit, like pizza with bacon cheeseburgers and ice cream. Because there's no consequences. This yeah. is it. Um, but if, if, if it was, like, a death row sentence thing, I think I would have, like, sauerkraut and sonic chili. I would shit on the person. That's, my, that's my goal. Is we're all going to have a bad day tomorrow. <laughs> it wouldn't be tomorrow. <laughs> Like, I want my last meal 10 minutes before you put yeah. that needle in me. Guess what? Here in about 45 minutes, everybody's day's ruined. Mine <laughs> and yours. But, uh, I, man, I'd be the worst pinata ever. So as that flat line just kaboosh. Surprise, kids. But, now, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because um, there, there, there's really two schools of thought fighting in my head right now. One thing that I would never really either be able to afford or have access to a meal because, you know, it's just not available to me. But at the same time, if that's it, I want to go with something reliable that I know I really like. Because what if, what if, like, you're like, oh, I've never tried escargot or steak tartare or something like that. I've never been able to access it or, you know, afford it. And then you try it and it's fucking terrible and that was your last one. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah. You're like, oh, I finally get to try this because it's on somebody else's bill. Oh, that tastes like shit. Damn. I got nothing else. <laughs> you know what I want? What do you want? Three orders of lamb chops. Mm-hmm. Really? No reference? Well, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I'm just, I'm more thinking about the food now. And uh, I'm just doing science of the lamb I get joke. what you're going with. I'll have a candy. <laughs> that pisses me off. Uh, so that, that, yeah, that ruined a lot. And the weird thing is, I really like Chianti. Oh, I yeah. Really Chia- Chianti's great. But, uh, the ante. I'm yeah, not sure that, what the fuck Hillbilly Brownsville shit that's from. <laughs> but yeah, that that, that line, goddamn, yeah. I hate that. They they should reshoot that one scene. 
just that. Look at Anthony Hopkins, like 107 years old, just redoing that. And the weird thing is, he looks 10 years older. And he wouldn't even have to. He would just overdub it. Just yeah. over. Just fucking give me your voice. But that's a weird thing. He could reshoot it because he only looks a few days older than when he shot that damn movie. <laughs> He's got like real world Marvel technology. Keanu Reeves is another one. That's a weird man. How has he been around for fifty years and looks five years older? Yeah, and um, fucking goddamn it, Ant Man. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. No, yeah. Paul Rudd's a vampire. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Paul Rudd has not aged. He's put on like thirty pounds, and that's it. There's not a day on him. Yeah. I. This is just a conspiracy theory. Come check me on uh, Truth Social, but uh, I. My, my <laughs> W level clearance tells me. Paul Rudd actually possesses the time stone. <laughs> he stole it from the set, and that's how. Yeah, what is he, like 70 now? It's crazy. He's at least 76. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta have that whole millions of dollars thing, and I look great. Like a sexy doctor. I'm buttoning shit like crazy tonight. <laughs> so, I got one last thing I want to throw out there. It's not, it's not a long topic. It's yeah. just something that popped up randomly. I had the perfect fucking song for our outro, and I can't fucking find That's what I've been doing for time. <laughs> if you notice, I got quiet. It's because I've been trying to find the goddamn song I was going to play. He's so drunk he forgot Google. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's already on my phone. <laughs> but, uh, here, Alexa, this is just a, it's more of a statement than a topic. But um, Did you ever watch any of the Facebook Reels? Did you go down that rabbit hole? Yeah, I, I haven't gone down a rabbit hole to like watch one after the other, but I do have like the five that are randomly generated, and for some reason they're always women. Like it's always some attractive chick, and I, I'm sure it's probably based on an awful yeah, lot. Brother, of that's that. an algorithm. Well, I don't care. You know what? I'm just gonna fucking full circle that bullshit because look, if you look good, I'm gonna look at you. I'm drunk enough now. If you look good, I'm gonna look at you. So are you drunk enough to look at me? That's the real. You ain't on my reels, brother. I'm just saying though, that's the real gauge of how drunk you are. If you're looking at me, you're real drunk. Ain't enough alcohol in this county. <laughs> no, you, no offense. Then you ain't that drunk. No, ain't All right, that sorry. Drunk. But yeah, <laughs> let, that, let that be the river gauge right there. You're I'm gonna go to Facebook right now. I'm gonna look at what reels pop up. Oh, you know, hey, that's fine. I'm gonna do the same thing. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So we're doing a thing. Look we're at this. Doing a thing. All right. So what do you got? I'm still trying to find them. Here they are. Okay. Right. One is a dog and a deer, because I look at a lot of animal shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not sure what these dogs and these deers are doing, but it's pretty cute. And then the next one is a chick taking her shit off, because that's. I'm gonna pause for a moment. <laughs> and then the second. Don't need to leave me alone with the mic. I don't need to be left alone, but. The second is some chick in a bathroom. She's not like pissing or anything. She's talking to her man. But she is um, wearing some tight. Yeah, nice she was. She was wearing some tight pants. Here's another gamer chick. Oh, that's man. That's the one who gets her views off of being dumb. It's a fucking act. You can tell it's an act. But yeah, I don't ever watch it long enough to. I don't take. It doesn't take me a whole lot of time. Here's another one with somebody going up a kind of escalator. That's weird. But she's doing things. I don't watch this on purpose, but if you show me that, I have to watch this. All right, so here's my reels, okay? First one, Family Guy. I get a lot of Family Guy, too, yeah. Uh, I used to get a lot more, but now it's mostly women's stuff. <laughs> second one uh, is a Tattoo. 
I don't get a tattoo. What the fuck is tattoo? It's a guy getting a tattoo. Oh. He's getting his arm prepped I, for a tattoo. I, I wish I got those. Um. Third, I just played this one. Third looks like some guy in cosplay. That's odd. I don't think I'd like that one. Yeah. Uh, uh. Next one, just uh, this literally looks like just a random reel. Yeah, I don't think I'd like that one. And the next one is uh, some type of hamster or guinea pig. So what the fuck is it doing? I, I don't know. It's stuck in a baby food jar. That's <laughs> Richard Gere's hamster, isn't it? <laughs> that hamster's been dead for a long time. <laughs> Let's not pretend he doesn't have another. So, anyways, I asked about the real Let's thing. that. Yeah, I asked about the real thing because uh, a lot of the shit that pops up in my reels is all comedy related. Mm-hmm. And there was one the other day that was uh, Rowan Atkinson. And he was doing the drums. I wish from, Rowan would show up in my reels. But anyways, he was doing the drums from a bit that he uh, did in Rowan Atkinson Live, which was a comedy special he had a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And... I, I remember watching it whenever it was brand new, whenever I was a lot younger. And I was like, oh, damn, I know what that's from. Because it was actually like a drummer's page that had uh, pictured it. Because the description was, uh, in all honesty, he's actually keeping up. You can tell he knows how to play. This is legit skill. Mm-hmm. But I was watching it because it was very funny. And I was like, man, God, I remember that special. And so I looked it up because I could not remember the name of the special. It turns out it was just Rowan Atkinson Live. <laughs> but, uh, man, I was my son's age when it came out. Because this was, uh, like, either pre-Mr. Bean or, like, right as Mr. Bean was very popular. So I looked it up and I found it. And it's actually available for free on YouTube. And I went back and I watched it again because I knew there had to be some stuff in there I'd forgotten. But there was going to be a lot of stuff that I remembered very well once I saw it. And I watched the whole thing. I forgot how fucking funny he is. Like, oh, legit. Yeah, like, legit. Yeah, man, yeah. Like, legit come up with your own, you know, creative ideas. Not just that visual comedy that was Mr. Bean. Or, uh, like, the Black Adder years. I didn't. But that's, that's my whole thing. It's just a statement. Not a topic. <laughs> I forgot how fucking funny Rowan Atkinson really is. And I almost think it's a shame that people are only going to remember him as Mr. Bean. Yeah. When he was so much yeah. funnier. Yeah, he's like uh, Hugh Laurie, who everybody's going to remember his house, but he was in so many other great things. If you're into British humor, which most people oh, are. Now, oh, oh, you want a thing? I'll tell you a thing. Tell me a thing. Go rewatch the live action 101 Dalmatians. Oh, yeah, he's the fucking, yeah. The, the two uh, henchmen mm-hmm. are house. And uh, Mr. Weasley from Harry Potter. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I knew House was one of them. And my son was watching it a couple months ago, the the live action one, where it was Glenn Close was Cruella. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it came up to the henchman. I was like, that's fucking House and yeah. Mr. Weasley. Yeah. I knew I knew uh, Hugh Laurie was one of them. I didn't know that the other guy was yep. the other one. He was the guy who. Uh, I mean, I'm not a big Harry guy. I'm not, I am a big Harry guy, but I'm not a Harry Potter guy. I was about to correct you on that. Yeah, I appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, no, my, my wife's like your wife. I've watched everything Harry Potter. I haven't of. somehow. I actually... You lucky uh, son I, of a bitch. I, I have managed to avoid all of the Harry Potters. Um, I, I've actually, however, on my own accord, because I recently took a trip to Chicago, and on the way back, the person I was riding home with... <laughs> Harry. Harry Potter's huge in Chicago. <laughs> uh, 
apparently on the way home, the person that I was riding home with listen was listening to the first Harry Potter book on uh, like the the one where they read to you. Audiobook. Audiobook. That's the word. Um, but anyway, uh, he was listening to the Harry Potter audiobook, and I listened to just enough of it that I think I want to read uh, Harry Potter before I watch it. And everybody says, don't do that. But And everybody knows that the book is always so much better than watching the movie, and that doesn't matter what you're doing. The book is always better. And the reason, just in case anybody's wondering, is because your mind fills in the blanks. Whereas where you're watching a movie, the movie has to fill in the blanks, which is why the books are always better than the movies. But anyway, he was listening to the audio book for the first Harry Potter, and it kind of made me want to legitimately read that book. So I think I'm going to read, and I've got I, I bought them. I bought all the movies and all the books for my wife because she loves it. Uh, but I think I'm going to read Harry Potter. Right, so if you need them. access to them, I can oh, fucking no. hook you up. Uh, you, you know my wife. It's, uh, it's all in the house. Um... But, Trust me, there's copies at mine. Yeah, I'll make sure to, to. But no, I think I think I am on my own accord, without any prompting, gonna try to read Harry Potter. And it, two things. One, it, it's it's hard for me to read nowadays. It yeah, really is. Two things. Anything. One, I dispute you. The movies are way better than the books. You ever, Your imagination's broken. No, man. Have you ever watched uh, Hobbit and Lord of the Rings? Movies are so much better. I have both books. No, that's it's, it's sarcasm. The books are way fucking. Yeah. That, that that was just me trying to do nerd humor. The books are so much goddamn better. I've got the, the I, I've I, I, did, I never finished. Um, I could go off on another half hour tangent about how much better the Hobbit is than the movies. Uh, well, Tom Bombadil alone. And, and you know what? That's that's another episode. That's another episode. I, I, yeah. Like I said, while you were excused for the bathroom, I mean, your your brain fills in the holes that the, the movies cannot. I, you know what? There's a, there's sort of a thing I really like. And there's like. a lot of stuff that's in books that they cannot fit in the movies because it, it, was, it takes too long. Yeah, I remember. And again, they fucking stretched out The Hobbit to three fucking movies for some reason. And still left out time. And Goddamn still fucked up so much. I say that because um, I'm a huge fan of The Hobbit. I love Lord of the Rings too, but I have The Hobbit in own own book. On in, I, I have The Hobbit book, and it's great. I have both. Um, I never. I have Lord of the Rings, but I've never read it. You know, it, here's I, I've never. I'll tell you, I've never read it because I watched the movies first. Here's I, the, I read The Hobbit before I watched the movie. Here's the thing. You will be less disappointed reading Lord of the Rings having watched it than you would reading The Hobbit having watched them. Interesting. Because I, I don't know if it was a studio influence or what it was or maybe expectations were just too high. He did much better filming Lord of the Rings than he did Hobbit. And like I said, I don't know if that was a studio getting their hands in it because money or what. But yeah. uh, I mean, that's just it. Like, that uh, and you know what? I'm not going to get deep into it, but I got to say this: omitting Tom Bombadil from The Hobbit was a fucking sacrilege, and then creating Tariel because they needed a love triangle is fucking garbage. So, okay, that's that's my thing. Other than that, I have no opinion. But no, uh, here's my opinion: many many stories would be much much better if we didn't try to get love involved. Uh, I remember Peter Jackson. I know you're trying to get some some. You're trying to get that human interaction. You're trying to get that human attachment, but everything always has to have fucking X Men Origins. 
had to have a love yeah. triangle. No! It's not a triangle. She fucking dies, but then she doesn't. But you, you, <laughs> you, you don't have to have love involved in everything. And the world would be better if there was a little less love. I've always said that. <laughs> always. <laughs> Which contradicts the whole Halloween <laughs> conversation. Right but, um, but, or does it accentuate the Halloween conversation? I'm pretty sure that contradicts it, yeah. Uh, accentuates. Sure. Um, man. You do what your story is about to do. I'm going to go do what I need to do. Oh, okay. Uh, you were going to talk about Lord of the Rings. I really, or was it The Hobbit? I really, really shouldn't. I really, you, really you got oh, like you know, five minutes. I'm yeah, not a wide gauge. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Um, I remember Peter Jackson in an interview whenever uh, Lord of the Rings Two Towers had just come out, and they asked him about how much he had omitted, and then he also kind of focused a lot on an alternate, uh, not completely alternate. He just focused on part of the story that he left out the other, and he said that if he were to have filmed Lord of the Rings as it as it is in the books. The movie itself would have been 19 hours long. And I knew right then that I absolutely had nerd credit because whenever he said 19 hours of Lord of the Rings, I would not have hesitated on skipping work, sleeping all night, and then waking up with nothing but like monsters and black coffee to watch the entire thing because I would have been cool with it. So... Uh, and there's there's four other people out there right now who know what I'm talking about, and they're very good on it. But I, I would have. 19 hours of it sounded like paradise. <clears throat> I would have watched it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, hands down, absolutely would have. But that, uh, that actually calls back to another episode where we were talking about movies having to sell to the masses rather than the few nerds. But, oh, yeah, 19 hours long of it. Dude, I would have watched it. Yeah. Yeah. In case you didn't hear it the first three times. Yeah. You, you got to say it five times to really drive that home. I would have watched it. I yeah. would have watched it. So, but yeah, no, Rowan Atkins is really funny. That's where we kind of started on that one. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It was a good topic. You should really look that up because it was great. Books are generally better than the movies. One other thing I did want to bring up, though, and I, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I actually do really enjoy watching the movies if I haven't read the book then reading it because then I, I kind of have a vis- visualization of the character and it seems more real as I'm reading it because I put a face to that character that's a good the imagination does fill in the parts that the movie doesn't cover yeah but like say you say you go read Lord of the Rings and you're reading it and every time it says Legolas you have Orlando Bloom in your head or every time it brings up Aragorn his story, then you have Viggo Morgenstein in your head and you can kind of visualize it. And to me, it almost kind of builds the book better because I have a basis to build that world up. I can see that. I can see that because... But if you go read the Harry Potter... Let's say when you watch Lord of the Rings or anything, when you watch the movie first, you're, if you, especially if you enjoy it. Yes. Because if you, if you enjoy it, then you're like, oh, that's really good. Let me watch the books. The books are only going to add on to that. Yeah. Like, for example, if you go read the Harry Potters, you don't have to imagine what Harry Potter looks like. Daniel Radcliffe has that covered. But if there's a... And I know my wife, if she listens to this, she'll scream character names. But I know there's got to be characters in the book that weren't in the movie. You get to create those. But because you have a visualization for the other characters, mm-hmm. 
it almost builds the world more completely. I think I'm weird, though, because in other times where I have watched the movie and then read the book, I've had issues with, with that. A lot of the times, that's... Because that's I, still, I, I still read the book, and I'm like... It, I don't know. It's something about reading the book that just overwrites the movie, and... Yeah. The only time that's happened for me is whenever the movie goes real off track. Mm. And they're like, that's oh... That's one of the things I like about comics so much is because the comics can be different stories... And the comics, the, the, the movies are great because I have a set expectation for what the character is, but then I can read another story for that character. Like, I can have Hugh Jackman over here being Wolverine, even though in the comics it's never Hugh Jackman. But, uh, you know. No, but he will be again. Oh my god, right? If you haven't fucking heard fucking Deadpool 3. You're behind, so you're behind. If you haven't heard, welcome to it. Yeah. Uh, I, I came. I came. <laughs> it was such a good <laughs> announcement. Hey, Hugh, you want to be in Deadpool 3? Sure, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Eating a fucking apple. Yeah, going up straight. <laughs> uh, I think you should point out that Hugh Jackman is such a man that he was able to eat an apple, talk, and walk upstairs without falling. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Sure, Ryan. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, and then the... And the, then just the fucking grin. The spoiler trailer? Where they gave away the whole movie? Oh, yeah, where they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it just plays the music. Yeah. Of, oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and declare it. Those two, even though they're Canadian and Australian, are national treasures. It, you heard it here first. They should make it official. a United States holiday <coughs> for those two. But yeah, you heard it here first. They are now officially national treasures. Again. We're going to write Biden about that. He's, he's going to... Two more things that aren't ours, but we claim them. So <laughs> there you go. In the true American spirit. I wish bare naked ladies would get back together. Wouldn't that just be the fat one coming that back? That would just be the fat one coming. He's back. not fat anymore. Stephen but. Page. Yeah. yeah, it would just be. I, 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 it's it's heavy on my heart because I almost um, for my wife and I's anniversary. Just my wife. For my wife and I's <laughs> anniversary, uh, we were going to go and uh, my original. Oh man, I had such a time. I was trying to. Our, our actual anniversary was October fourth, and. I hope she doesn't listen to this because if she does, secrets out. But anyway, um, I was planning different things for our anniversary, and then other shit came up, and then other shit came up, and then a business trip came up, and then this and that and this and that. So basically, I had to push our anniversary trip back to here in the past couple weeks. Um, but I told her I did that. Uh, so that we could watch a different thing that was not going to be out until the day we went. We ended up not even doing that. Um, but uh, the the excuse was because there was something else I wanted to do that didn't come out until a certain day. But one of the things we were going to do before was go see Stephen Page. And I really, really regret not doing that. But it, the show didn't start till 9. We wouldn't have been home until way late. Um but yeah, no, I love the bare naked ladies and Stephen Page in general, and I told that story for no fucking reason at all because it's not entertaining, but it's just part of my life, folks. Welcome to it. That, that, that's the kind of social media presence I am. I just let you into my life, and if, if you enjoyed this time in my life, make sure to leave a review and and follow our podcast. <laughs> Maybe pop over to YouTube. And by the way, we have a YouTube handle now. Yes. They they made us they made us get a YouTube handle, which I mean everything's about the same. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. 
Still with three guys. It's it's at the, yeah, at three, the guys, three guys, right? Yes. And speaking of which, I'm pretty sure I renewed the three guys.com, but if I didn't, I need to do that. I'll have to look at that later. So, yeah. <laughs> I got fucking old. <laughs> what he's trying to say is if you've enjoyed any of this, you can find <laughs> us on our social medias. Uh, we're, we're out there on just about everything. Haven't cracked that truth media yet, but uh, who knows what the future might hold. Maybe. Maybe. If enough people say, hey, we need you on Truth Media, we're going to go over there. Uh, nobody's going to like us, but we will. But uh, for right now, you can find us at 3 Guys Beer on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us at The 3 Guys on YouTube. You can email into the show if you'd like to. That's going to be Dylan at 3GuysBeer.com, William at 3GuysBeer.com, or Patrick at 3GuysBeer.com. Keep in mind, each one of those is T-H-R-E-E, the word three, not the number. And if you've listened this deep into this long ranting one, obviously you like the show, you're enjoying what you listen to, why not take a few seconds out of your day, drop us a rating and a review. Every time you do, it helps other people find our show, and they're going to understand the madness and the weird topics that you're talking about tomorrow after you after you listen to this one. Whenever you stop in and say, hey, what do you think about Halloween and Blackface, and how do you feel about Rowan Atkinson? They're going to be like, oh, I listen to that too, and you're all going to feel like you're part of a secret club because they know and you know and we know that you know that they know that we know you enjoyed the show. So... Tidbit, bad guy advice, oh, yeah, sure. anything? I got something. Oh, yeah. You know, the thing you do. I done did mine. It's getting kind of cloudy. <laughs> oh, wow. Here's something. And actually, we could probably add a year to this because I probably wrote this down a fucking year ago. But, oh, no, wait. <laughs> now I'm deeply intrigued. Well, yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about... Um, uh, yeah, we were talking about books versus movies and shit, so this is a good one. All right. Um, in the original book for The Wizard of Oz, the reason that the Ten Woodsman is made of tin is because he kept chopping off parts of himself and they had to be replaced. That's cryptic. That's the fucking book. So if you want to fucking... Yeah. You want something else? That, that's... Ooh, that's dark. Well, that's, that's what it is. So... Oh, all right. So what you're saying is he was circumcised. Well, we never got to see that particular part, but I'm pretty sure he had a tin cock. Yeah. So if he got, you know, whittling off pieces of it's himself. I think Patrick's not here because we've heard his opinion on circumcision. Yep. Right. I don't know. I, don't, I was going to tell a joke, but I'm going to save it because it's too good. Uh, so yeah, I think um, we got to go. I think on that note, we got to go. Oh shit! Oh shit! Indeed. another okay Halloween costume. Jesus? Yeah. I would agree. Yeah, people just go over that one. I think that's a good costume for pretty much every other day, really. Wear that one, nobody throws it. <laughs>
bitch, bitch. It can only be better if you drape an American flag on your shoulders. Unless it's a black person dressed up as Jesus. Oh, yeah, that's... Oh, yeah. yeah. The worst thing you'd do is have a Middle, East, Middle Easterner. We're not going for fucking realism here. I mean, you know, movie versus the book again. I'm not going for realism. I'm just saying, in the book he was. <laughs> we also forget that Jesus was kind of about like equality and helping people. And socialism. Fuck all that. What we're saying is that Jesus was a socialist. And cut.